No wait. Damn it, Bobby. Fuck. Okay, go, go, go. Just wait, wait. Three, two, one, go. Greetings. Welcome to the Circus of Courage show, where shit happens. Manzo, that's not the formula. <laughs> I want to make it up, you know. I want to make something new. What the heck is going on? All right, all right. Did you like edit this or something? No, no, no. Everyone, everyone, listen to me. All right. Uh, good AM, PM, mga mam sir. This is the Stercos Ukurit podcast, the podcast where shit happens. And hosted, hosting right now is me, Bobby Rossin, and Renzo Tevez. Uh, unfortunately, our main host is not here right now. His name is Kobe Arbis. He is in Japan doing some ev- evangelical work right now. So, we, you got us. Anyways, today we have guests. And who are you guys? Ooh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nice. Um, nice. Uh, who said do you want to go first? Oh my god. Dude, this okay, is fucking sure. terrible. Yeah. Alright, go, 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 Jose. Yeah. Um, and so, hi, my name is Jose. That's spelled with an H U S E because I'm special. Anyway. Um, uh, anyway, I'm currently in literature, but I am shifting to psychology because literature is killing me right now. <laughs> All right, so next. everything's killing you, honey. <laughs> I agree. I agree. All right, thank you. Next. <laughs> okay, so I think I'll go next. Um, hi, my name is DB. Uh, that's spelled with a D for dark and B with a Batman. So you get a dark Batman. But sometimes you can just call me a Divisoria. So something like that. I'm studying European studies. Wow. Uh, it's a branch of international studies, so like it's all about different states and proceedings which happens internationally. So I like weird stuff. So if you guys have any weird recommendations, weird fantasies, you can just hit me up. I'm ready to listen. Wow. What the hell what? is that? <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking intro right there, man. Holy shit. To be honest, actually, all of, the, all of them have really interesting intros. I yeah, love yeah, them. I give yeah. them 10 out of 10. All right, Andrea, hey. go. I, um, so, hello, okay, thanks. listeners <laughs> of the podcast. I'm not done yet, Bobby. Anyway, <laughs> it's me, your guest. My name is Marian Andrea, but you're welcome to call me Andrea. Do not call me by my first name or I'll kill ya. No, just joking. Anyway, um, uh, how do I describe myself? Uh, I guess I'm just gonna say, like, if your weirdest dreams were a person, that'd probably be me. And I and I wish I could say I'm a film major, but I'm not, so I'm just, I'm a com arts major. Oh, oh so that's your course. So, you're, a, you're a film major. Well, I wish. <laughs> you wish. You wish. No, it's a communication arts thing. It's not media, so it still counts. It's it's uh, under the same book. All right. So yeah. Um, why don't you tell us all about yourselves and you know where you guys come from? Oh, how about this? Where? Why are you guys here? Yeah. Um, what are you doing here? You <laughs> invited us. Uh, <laughs> I'm here because I'm not there. So. No, well. the truth is we are all under underneath Bob's house. You're stuck yeah. in a secret room. He won't let us out. Help yeah, me. Yeah, so please. if you could please, like, just come here, bring us pizza. At least we'll live for another three days. All right. Pipe down down there, all right? So, 
um, the, these guests came from me. I invited them, and these are my what you call them buddies from this organization. Associates, colleagues. It's okay, uh, Bob. We just say friends. <laughs> yeah, we're hey, so ashamed. Are you hiding friends. something from us? They're my friends. All right, they're my fucking <laughs> friends. <laughs> they're my friends from this org called Harlequin Theater Fucking Guild. All right. I, I don't think... really. Ooh. We're not friends, lang tayo. It's optional. Oh, what? Man, what? Do you think there's so? more, huh? Huh? Oh no. This is my <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, these are my org friends. Um, they're also like my family. We call ourselves the Bardagol. Bardagols. Uh, do, do, can any of you Bardagols. describe to us what? Uh, Bardagol is because I don't think that all the viewers here are Filipino. Oh, Bardagols. Yeah, Bardagol Bardagol is basically a term which um, connotes someone being like a badass or asiga in Filipino. So like, you know. Oh, so what's asiga? It's kind of scary. It's kind of scare people. Oh, You're ready for a fight or whatever. So we're basically like, like a that. gang, you know. Okay. Oh. We're like a posse. But we're the, we're the least threatening gang you'll ever meet in the streets. All the more <laughs> being. Yeah. The, the least threatening I mean, out of I, I mean, I mean, I could argue that DB is like a monster incarnate, but you know, she's... <laughs> How <laughs> dare you in front of all these listeners? I mean, I mean, you know, you're really kind, but there are days where you really fucking scare me. Just looking at you just makes me go, fuck, she's here. Oh, so, wow, thanks. Am mommy. I that ugly? Excuse me. I'm not saying you're ugly, it's your the order. Level of disrespect. Next thing you know, next thing you know, Bobby's gonna call me the devil incarnate. Uh, are you gonna say that? <laughs> no, no, no. I you know, you're, you're pretty chill. Too. You're pretty chill, Andrea. It's just, you know. DB's the fucking monster. I'm just kidding. I love all of you. I'm Excuse sorry. Excuse me. I'm gonna come Wait. up your bed and I'm gonna cut you. Sorry, curiosity. You Hang on. So what does the, what you call that? What does the Harlequin Theater Guild do? Like, what do you call it? What are your main works? Mm. Wow. Mm. I was really hoping we're not gonna go into this route tonight. Okay, I'm gonna start. So, I am an <laughs> Do you want me to give the marketing version? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then, Jose, you can do the production version, right? Right? <laughs> no, because like... Of course. We send 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 emails all the time. I'm, okay, okay, so uh, let's start with DB. Let's go. Okay, so my role in Harlequin is currently I'm a member, but I'm also um, an associate uh, division manager in human resources. So it's like an HR gig, but like sideline. I'm not official, but it feels like I'm official because I'm doing a lot of jobs right now. Um, aside from that, uh, managerial work. I also have done stage management and directing, but I really love acting, so that's where I go at the end of the day. Damn. Okay. That's a that's a very big tooting of yourself, though. Just kidding. What? <laughs> I don't know what I just said. Fucking um, phrasing. Phrasing. <laughs> What an introduction! There, 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 there. That's that's it. What the, what an introduction. That's a very big. That's a nice one. Yeah. I like that introduction. How about Andrea? What do you do there, huh? Um, I'm just I'm just vibing. No, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> just just passing through. No. Um. Uh. What do I do in Harlequin? What do I do in Harlequin? No, I'm just kidding. I'm also a member, and um, 
Um, they they don't actually call us year-long executives. They just say year-longs. So I'm the year-long creatives officer. So like I do the pub pub mats and like all the graphics and stuff. Oh, yeah. So I heard pub making pub mats are really hard. Like being creative <laughs> and all that. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, it is. Like the creative and it, side and is really hard. Yeah, and it's harder when people just like message you at 12 a.m. the day before the pub is needed. It's like, hey, oh. can you make this pub for this statement? It's like, why didn't you tell me? It's like, sorry, we were just finalizing it. It's like, bro, oh. man, that says a lot about uh, about our org, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. Okay. I'm just kidding. Anyways, uh, Jose. But that orcs, but uh, oh, from okay. my experience, from what you guys are saying so far, your org sounds like a really great place to meet gr- meet great people. You know, fun and interesting people. You know. Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah. Yeah. It is. That, it is. It is. It is. It there's actually a really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's a Oh my god, I forgot to mention that I act too. I've been acting for the past three terms. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's a very good child actor. Aside from that, yeah. she's just vibing. You know. <laughs> Aside from that, she's just vibing. Hey, yeah. all right. No, I mean, don't say just girl. You want best, but a promising actor, right? Ooh, that's true. But yeah, who, who, here, who here won best actress though? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh. Am I right? Oh. Am I right? Wait, um, out of curiosity, what are your most famous works? What are your greatest works? Like out of like, what are your best works in your guild? Because I'm pretty sure you guys made some uh, great works already. Since you're a huge group and all that. Do you that. want the one where we're in the cast or or ones that were not in the cast? I want, I want your I favorite guess. ones. I want your personally favorite ones, like each of your favorite ones, because I, I think it'll be a great, it'll give us some great perspective. Uh, I, I, I ah, think okay. it's... Okay, okay. Um, uh, Jose, you go first. I can, I, I can go first. Uh, for me, I think my personal favorite was during our second term, first year. That was where I found... A very tight knit family, which was our uh, the blue team for Dulasan, yes. because that that was actually my favorite production because they were the people I was teammates with. I didn't exactly vibe with them at first, but after through the whole process, I came out with a with a family, and that's uh, that's why it became my favorite. Uh... Oh man, I felt that here in my heart, man. That was that was like a lot of diabetes right there. Yeah. <laughs> So that's that. Okay. I BB, best actress. What have you got to say? <laughs> First of all, okay, nothing. Second of all, um, yeah, I guess my personal favorite is also what Jose said because we're in the same team actually, and I really enjoy playing a kid, because, um, to me, like I always feel like. I'm always a kid that's lost because I never actually enjoyed my childhood. So playing a kid and enjoying what a kid does in that play was just so memorable to me. I also got to create like family members of my own, which aren't blood related, which is something that I think is very important Um, because it makes a lasting memory. It makes uh, a different part of yourself it forms like a new you so yeah that that's something that makes me love that production very much thank you wow 
I didn't think we'd get like inspirational there, but goddamn. We always have to be inspirational, Bobby, because what's wow. the point of living? <laughs> wow. oh, goddamn. You know what? I'm, not, I'm just not gonna talk. I'm just gonna. <laughs> no, I'm just get on with the. We go, get on with the show, you know. <laughs> See, like a lot of you guys have so far like uh, have a, a really have a lot in common. Like aside, your main inspiration for in being in this org is actually just. For the sake of being what you call that, being together or like making a family, you know, it's like it's more like these place hold the hold the important placeholder for the memories you guys are about to make as a yeah. as a group. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think well, I'm not gonna. Just to, it's not just to create good plays; it's to create good guilders as well. Ooh, that's yeah. one of the main wow. things. That's that's damn. Oh, no, that's yeah. actually one of the main go things. Go in that now, Jose. Yeah. Yeah, but like because that's one of my seniors who I grew close with even after outside of Harlequin. That's what she taught me. Harlequin is there not just to create good productions, but also to create good guilders as well. Because okay, you can act well, but what if you're actually an asshole in real life? That's fair. That's that's. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. All right. So now. Okay, blue team. Can I talk now? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 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 I'm just Are kidding, you? but uh, yeah, I, I'm just, uh, I'm gonna, I'm actually also going to answer the same prod. It was uh, the prod that we had for second term first year, which is called Dulasal. I'm, I'm surprised none of you mentioned that. <laughs> You're bad at marketing. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's why anyway, you, you, did, you didn't even complete it. It's Dulasal 2K18. Okay, fine. Dulasal 2K18, Panatang Makabata. Are you happy, Bobby? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> okay. Yeah, anyway, I wasn't in the same team as Hussein and DB here. I was actually on the red team and... You know, it's our production was actually, I think, the most emotionally charged True. one. Very it is out of oh. everything, because it our play was basically about um, a young boy coming to terms with the death of his best friend. Yeah. Oh. So, Yo, that's sad. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's pretty chill. It's, it's pretty chill. It's actually <laughs> so. It's like you know when you when you talk about Dula Sal to like other people, it's like. Oh, beware of the third part. It's basically <laughs> depression. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I love that play because um, even though technically there were only two main characters, the our director actually added in like other roles. So basically, instead of best friends, there was actually a friend group. And even though I wasn't actually like close with the other people playing my friends there. Uh, during the time that we um, we spent making the play, we just grew closer together. And actually, there are things that some people don't actually know, but we do know about each other. And it's nice because, you know, it makes the play even more raw when we have to, when, you know, when the four of us have to face the death of our one of our best friends there. Oh. And... Uh, I liked it because I got to cry on stage. I like crying. <laughs> you, heard it, you heard it here first, guys. Andrea loves crying. Yeah, I cried for eight shows. <laughs> eight shows straight. Oh my god. You'd think they'd die of dehydration, but no. No. No, and that doesn't even count the times that we've cried off stage. True. 
I'm just supports my point. Yeah, that's 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 how you know that acting is not easy, guys. And it's fun. Yeah. Beware of dehydration, kids. Drink your water. <laughs> uh, stay hydrated. Anyways, so let's continue. I'm not gonna mention mine, am I? <laughs> Yeah, have do to you mention yours. To I mean, do it if you wanna. Okay, okay, so fine, I'll, I'll mention mine. Um, so aside from these do the cell people, right? You know, they may, they may, they they may love do the cell, but personally, I did not like my do the cell experience. So, therefore, it's not my favorite experience here in Hurricane. Um, <clears throat> my favorite experience is actually our first term and our first year production. Uh, it was called. What AHM? Oh. Our, our first oh. term. Oh. Huling huling mambabatok. Um, it's about Wang Odd. I think I think viewers can be aware who Wang Odd is. She's basically like this god tier ta tattoo artist. Not not really god tier, but uh, she's like she's a very traditional way of tattooing. That's why she's uh one of the wonders of the world. People go to their province just to get fucking tattoos. And that fucking production was really, really good. I personally loved it because I'm a type of guy who who, who likes to stay in the back lines. He likes to see people enjoy themselves. And uh, what do you know? I took a job where I get to stay in the sidelines and watch people do their shit. And it's so fucking amazing. <laughs> By the way, yeah, I was I a stage manager. Why, what did you remember, huh? Bobby puta. <laughs> <laughs> We're not gonna go there, but yeah, Ball that was pretty. You, man. <laughs> yeah, um, if you guys know what Bobby puta means, it's basically Bobby fuck in Filipino or bitch. Or bitch. Uh, bitch. The reason yeah. why it's a meme in that in that production is because uh, basically I was MIA in one of our runs while our, my co-stage manager was like finding me because she was having a problem but the thing is she couldn't find me so she got really mad so she went like Asan si Bobby puta? and then yeah then, that's how it went <laughs> Evan was just like oh damn <laughs> oh damn oh, she mad oh, she damn. mad she mad as hell that's not even a, it's not even an actual show she shouted at me in, in a freaking I practice. think it was a tech run it was yeah, a tech run yeah but she won't shout like that when yeah. it's an actual show. Yeah, but who was the one sleeping? True. She was sleeping. She was asleep like during one of the shows. She slept through the whole second after the show once. And she actually went on stage. Yeah. She's oh, yeah, not the last show. Yeah. I can't tell whether that's amazing or really risky. Like really. It's very risky. risky. It's very risky. Falling yeah. asleep on the side stage. Yeah, you gotta have a lot of guts to do that, you know. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, it's very risky, especially very risky. if you're the stage manager. Yeah, stage managers <laughs> if you're are an actor, like. you can do so. Who says does it all the time? <laughs> hey. 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 Anyways, uh, to to conclude this, uh, yeah, that was my favorite production because that's where I met. All of these three motherfuckers. Uh, actually, Is I didn't. Is that when you us? Huh? What? Is that when we got close? I can't remember. Actually, we, we, I got close to you guys after. But the thing is, I met you guys there, and honestly, I like I like the the starting as much as our prolonged friendship for all three of us. Uh, the the, the play itself was three of us. Four, four, four. four. 
for four people. <laughs> he excluded himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much uh, respect I have for myself. I don't even regard myself as part of that. Anyways, anyways, uh, anyways. Um, uh, that was my favorite term because I get to meet people who actually does uh, does the things that I love doing, which is theater. Because I honestly thought when I went to college I won't be doing theater again, which kind of bummed me out. And the the, the people I had uh, that I did theater in high school are not my uh, schoolmates, blockmates, or anything. So literally, when I went to DLSU, I went in fucking blind, bro. But anyways, uh, yeah, I found my family, and it's here, which you know, <clears throat> hammers down. Yeah, you know, I can't say anything inspirational because all three of you already said. Really inspirational shit. You should have told yourself, trust me, I'm a chemist. <laughs> uh, By the way, that's Bobby's favorite line. Trust me, I'm a chemist. Dude, I, I don't say yeah, that anymore. Yeah, he could be doing something really questionable, and then he'd be like, trust me, guys, I'm a chemist. Hey, I guess that's As if it has everything. something to do with what he's doing. <laughs> but uh, I'm doing something, and people are going to question it. I'm just going to say, trust me, guys. Trust me. I'm, I'm a chemist. I, I, but you for, your, for, for your information, guys, I don't say that anymore. I stopped saying that because I feel offended. Congrats, do you want a party? <laughs> party. <laughs> By the way, guys, these these guys always love to pick on me. Um, you make it so easy. I don't know, man. I mean, Renzo and Kobe don't really pick on me, but you guys always do. <laughs> it's because we love you, Bobby. That's how we show our love. We pick on you. Pick on you. They just don't tell you. <laughs> short thing, guys. Oh, shoot. Short thing. That's, that's backstabbing. That's backstabbing. Oh, the call out. The oh. call out is real. You know. You know what that's I appreciate about these. All. What I appreciate about these guys. They may back. They may stab me, but at least it's not a backstab. You know, I really it's hate fucking. Stab, it's know? a front stab. You know, it's they... a stab to his shoulder. That's dislocated. <laughs> Can you stop dropping this shit? You know, you're you're ddosing me. <laughs> You know, if if uh, if you gave us the if you gave us the chance to tell the different stories that happened to Bobby throughout our stay in Harlequin, we would be here until six in the morning. <sighs> no, I bet it we, we this, would this last until a week. For ten hours. <laughs> oh, how about well, how about actually that good that makes a good question too for a discussion. Um, how about let's see, best moments you've had in the guild or your your funniest moments. Oh shit. Don't tell me all of it is me. Please. Don't tell well, me. Don't kid yourself, Bobby. You're not that important. <laughs> I thought that's a roast. Wow. That's uh Bob. I love you. I invited you guys for a academic, <laughs> smart discussion, but all You're I get facilitating any, so then you invited the wrong people, Bob. <laughs> Bobby, you know we're bored the goals for a reason. Yes. I mean, anyways, favorite moment in the guild. Hmm. Actually, it's not exactly a favorite. It's not exactly a favorite moment. But uh, but speaking to the aspect of you know meeting a family in the guild, it's when when I realized that it solidified yung my love for the guild. It, mm. it had solidified when I stayed. Um, when I when when I stayed. Because I was conflicted with myself for a few terms, then I thought to myself, "These people are worth it, so it's worth staying. It's worth fighting for." Yeah, well, that's true. But yeah. Yeah, we're kind of we're kind of being senti right now. All right, all right. 
pretty poetic inspiration, wow. you know, <laughs> for the you know, people. Renzo's an uh, artist himself, you know. So a bit of a really, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I never really got to introduce myself. I'm Renzo, and I'm I've been I come I'm from Benilde, and my course is basically BSIMC. Um. I basically do game design and development. Yeah. Wow. Oh, nice. Yeah. You got it's a full nice. game it's a fun right job. Here. It's a fun experience. Yeah. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Is it easy? Wow. Nah. But it's it's but it's all to each his own. You know. It's pretty fun. I mean, I I, I consider it game design, but Ooh, I think it's too cool. fucking hard to do, man. Cause you gotta learn programming too, right? Honey. Oh uh, yeah. Chemistry. Later at one point you get to pick between um you get to focus whether on the art side or on learning programming because one side entails you to actually study really hard the other side entails you to work really hard the art the art side requires you to have a lot of practice so that's the thing yeah. and you have to be up to that coda yeah I see so do you have any um specific genre of game that you do that you like to make. Oh man! Oh oh boy! I think I love personally making. Uh, I was actually one of the story writers for one of her games. Yeah. Um, I think I showed it to Bob. I think I showed Bobby one of her games. It was yeah, a platform yeah, yeah. game. Yeah, it was, was a one of them. Game. Uh, I did this in the event called. Uh, it was a game. I think it was a game fest event where we were all supposed to make a game within three days. And wow! You have to make wow. a game. <laughs> yeah, and then we made a platformer game, and I was doing the art, and then I was help, and my friend was helping me out because I wasn't so. And it was pixel art, so I wasn't really used to that one at that time. But um, if you if I were to pick a game right now, um, I think my most memorable game when I was script writing was uh, I was script writing for this game. It was uh, more of a comedy. It was actually a satire about cool life in Taft. Cool like, life in Taft. The people, the people you you meet in the streets are basically like what you call they're like high school students, then the poor, then the kids who are gonna shank you as you cross the street, it was like that. Dogs, you know, everywhere. What, what, what is yeah. this, a survival game? <laughs> it was supposed to be, it was supposed to be. I had fun with it, you know, and then my problem was like, then my problem well, was like, you, you can't do that. Yeah, us up with that game. Yeah, I, I, we should, I'm gonna, once we finish that game, we'll let you all play test that one day, you know? Oh, we'll that's get you guys nice. to play test. Cool. Mm, if yeah. we ever continue it, you know? If you ever continue it. Uh, see you in 10 years, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> That's rude, Bobby. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry, guys. Alright, so... Um, really? well, right. Oh, yeah, back to the question. What was your funniest moment, right? For, uh... In yeah. Your, or in your, uh... In your guild. In your, is it short? Oh, is it good man. to call it guild? What, what's, yeah, what's yeah, your short guild? I think it's called guild. Yeah. Alright, mm. just make sure, because, like, I didn't want to, like... Cut it too short, like am I might Oh yeah, don't speak? worry, we're not we're not really that stuffy about it. I mean yeah, if, we're you, not if, you wanna, that if you wanna if you wanna if you wanna put it in a technical way in the current state of how it is now, you can call it a company, but let's not go there. The Harlequin Corporation. <laughs> Harlequin Theater Harle Corp. <laughs> God, anyways, um it's the Harlequin group for wayward theater actors. <laughs> oh, oh that's a do not that's do not. do not. All right. Let's continue. So, Jose um, already mentioned what he what his is. Let's go for Andrea. DB. What's yours? Aye. Wait, I'm I'm think I'm thinking because like I'm I'm always absent. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think she that's a funny moment. Itself. Any stuff? I, it's not that I never attend. Okay, she doesn't oh, like. Man. 
she likes the bounce. You. You, you know that I meme? I've only been MIA like during the online period, okay? <laughs> True, I don't attend that stuff. I mean, so if is it... she basically the meme, I am my head out, I'm out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, oh, that's her. That, that... Literally her. Or, 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 or that meme with the with that uh, black dude who's like doing the peace sign as he slowly <laughs> fades in, uh, yeah. fades oh, out yeah, into yeah. reality. Fades yeah. off. <laughs> She's like, I'm. You out. should go first, DB, because I can't think of it. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. It's. I have a lot of different experiences in the guild, but I think the best and the funniest is. Oh yeah, okay. I'm gonna. <laughs> it was with these guys, but it, it's still technically a guild. We were at McDonald's, and I was um, like opening up something to them, oh, something no. personal. Oh no! <laughs> uh, and <laughs> they're already oh, laughing. I <laughs> And it, I had a personal problem, like I was so paranoid about it, and I decided to tell them so that I could get it off my chest. And then the moment I told them, they just bursted out laughing. Like <laughs> they were hysterical, and the whole McDonald's was just like looking at us for. And it was the most funniest because at that time I just thought that I was really gonna die and everything, and they were just laughing at my face, calling me the immaculate. Something. Immaculate conception. Do you want us to call you Immaculate Conception again? <laughs> no. Please. <laughs> oh, man. Because, like, I was really so scared that time. So I thought when I tell them, like, they'd be very comforting, but instead they just laugh their way, asses we off. We did oh, comfort man. you. We were, but we it's took a your whole mind different off story. Of I remember when I I said something that made me look so fucking stupid that day also. <laughs> oh god, like uh you oh, know, I don't want to get into it, but <laughs> I don't want to get into it, but honestly, they said like that I think Andrea was the one who said, "You're pregnant?" <laughs> that's a that's a big end joke, guys. I don't want to go into it because DB doesn't want to reveal too much about that problem. Yeah, yeah, let's not go there. <laughs> no, but like, no, like the thing was, like Bobby thought he was pregnant. Like, I did not think I was pregnant. I was compare. I was making an analogy that's related to you pregnancy. Were making, you were making an analogy, and then you said, "So let's say, like, I get pregnant," and then and then I answered you saying, "Oh my God, you're pregnant." <laughs> oh my God! A lot of I can tell a lot of things have happened. Someone holy, holy. Ah, um, some that required Jesus. Anyways, um, do you still have anything, Andrea? That's mine. So, what's yours, Andrea? If you don't have anything, I can go next. Oh man, probably. Um, yeah, something with the four of us too. I'll say something recent. Uh, before the pandemic, we got to eat together. Oh yeah. And and we went to this um. This in a sal place called Bai in Taos. Yeah, it's yeah. a really good place, guys. If if you feel like eating yeah, uh, and Bobby chicken. Yeah, tried Sylvanas for the first time. Oh yeah, I have a video of that. You have a video of that. Wait, so what's cute. so funny about me eating Sylvanas? It's because you're already 18 and you still haven't tried Sylvanas, Bobby. Oh man, Bobby, I I hate to say it, I'm also like Bobby. I never also had Sylvanas also. Oh, see, like, oh, see, I'm yeah, not the only one here. Yeah, you're from I know I did. I just I tried it. My friend was like, "Uh, he came from the 
my friend from the province came from, he told me like, you haven't tried Sylvanas? And he shoved one up my face like, oh, it's really good. <laughs> That's the only time, because yeah, I didn't know. Hey, you know, we, ca we, we came from a privileged school, right, Renzo? Yeah, very <laughs> yeah but the very thing is, Sylvanas are like, everyone's thing. Like, it's everywhere. Every restaurant I went to, they, they I don't see anything called Sylvanas. Seriously. Actually, we have to ask the smaller shops. I, I, I was also wondering where my friend got that. He said, dude, it's just there. You have to ask the shop lady. And then apparently in the smaller shops, from what I remember, you just have to ask the lady. And then there's a box called Sylvanas. It's usually in the freezer. And you just ask yeah. her. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I think I know the memo. I get the memo. No, I got surprised with that because like the it was it came from the coconut girl who was selling that. Whoa. I think. Oh. Yeah. That's why I was surprised. Like, oh, you just have to ask every time. I'm like, oh. Okay, I never expected that. What is this? Like a, some some secret menu shit, huh? You know, I think I think I'm like the only one here who really doesn't know about it. You know, that's the only, only and first time I've tried Sylvanas. I haven't tried Sylvanas after that. Um, I want to, yeah, but the things you brought back from Taiwan were the first times you've ever heard of those things. So it's a win-win. It's a win-win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I guess. Um. So for me, one of my funniest moments, uh, this is also pretty recent. Uh, it's involving with DB. And let's, ju let's just say um, we had this thing called uh, Hatao. It's basically a workshop for apprentices, right? And basically, Wait. after we had that uh, workshop, uh, me, DB, and I, some other people were the last ones to leave. And we were all cleaning up the whole place. Oh, she's laughing. All right, she's remembering now. All right, so, so she uh, we were cleaning up the whole place, and then, uh, DB DB said, "Can you throw these?" And then they were all in plastic bags. Then I saw a plastic bag on the table, so I also grabbed that. So and then okay. afterwards, I threw it away in this certain trash can. I, we all went home after that. I was already eating my fucking dinner. I, I even took a shower, dude. Like, I, I, I did everything. Then suddenly, DB messaged me. Yo, have you seen my phone? Then I'm like, what oh, phone? No, <laughs> <laughs> no first I was like, what phone? No, because I left it inside a plastic bag. And I'm just like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I think I remember that. Dude, like I swear to God, she was. I, I was like, DB, I, I don't want you to panic right now, but I think I threw it away in the trash can. <laughs> and then she, she was like, she was like halfly panicking and halfly getting mad. So I was like, I got so fucking scared of my life. I just thought she's gonna stab me that night. So I literally. Opened my fucking door, went to the elevator, sprinted from my condo to the fucking campus. And then when I got to the fucking workshop area, the it was fucking closed already, right? Because it was like 10 fucking p.m. in the night. The guards was like, How did Yo. you get in? Did the guards let you in? Here's the thing. I begged to the fucking guards. I was like, oh sir, sir, please let me in. I need to get this fucking trash bag. And they're like, why do you want the trash bag so bad? Because there's a phone in there. And then, okay, so here's the lucky part, right? The fucking janitors were doing a round with, uh, they always do rounds every night to clean up the yeah. fucking trash cans. I was, it was, we were so fucking lucky. They didn't grab the trash in that certain trash can because every other trash can was empty 
That was the only trash oh. can that 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 was filled with fucking trash. Like it was super lucky that he found the phone and he was super lucky because DB hadn't mauled his ass the night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To lucky. be honest, I was I was I wasn't that mad. I was okay, I was a little mad, but <laughs> it wasn't at Bobby. I was just mad because I forgot where I placed my phone. So I was really mad like TV, where did you put your phone? Let's be honest here. You're also mad at me. <laughs> no, but like, mistake, mistake. Don't deny it. Don't deny it. Don't deny I it. I was either. a bit mad that day, but yeah, because we were just all tired. Because that was the last day of Hatao, right? That was the last day of the workshop, yeah. Wow. So we were all exhausted. <laughs> I mean, it was both your fault in a sense. Yeah, it was both. It was a fault. Throw all the trash bags and you put your phone in a trash bag. What's funny enough, there was like food, some snacks yeah, in there. There's food, there's snacks there. Uh, so. Oh, Bobby, you threw her snacks too? Because <laughs> yeah. it was in a trash bag. It was in that a plastic was bag. supposed to be my food for the night. I'm sorry, man. Uh, okay, so what's funnier? So I was, we, I went upstairs with the guard, right? So um, that whole trash can was fucking dirty. It smelled like shit. And I had to like, Put my hand, my whole entire arm in there, just to fucking find that bag. And what do you know? When I pulled out the fucking bag, there are cockroaches seeping out of the fucking bag. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. Now remember that, DB Bobby got your phone crawled by cockroaches all over. No, no. Here's the thing. I cleaned it afterwards. All right. Don't With worry about it. Water. No, no. I didn't wash it in the sink. I wiped it. Right. I, 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 I got a. Part of, uh, part of my shirt and then wet that shit and wiped it. You could have used a tissue. Just where, they where can I get a tissue? From the trash can? Oh my yeah. oh god. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's nasty. Yeah, so yeah, that was like one of my most um, favorite moments. Yo, hold on. I remembered something I want to share. Go, okay, go, go. Go. And I think I should be the person to share this since. <laughs> It's my clownery. Oh, I know Which that. one? <laughs> it's so iconic. Anyway. Wait, is this the so one with your... Happened. Oh. Wait, yeah, let her share it, Bobby. It's not your story. story. This thing oh. happened... Um, it was during the end of our third term prod. So we had our egress, where we were fixing all the props, taking the stage apart, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, putting all the things away. And um, when when I went to Egress, I just got my phone and my wallet. So I just placed it somewhere near the stage, and then I just left it there. And um, what happened was I didn't actually, like, it, it slipped my mind that I just left it lying around. So when Egress actually ended and everything was put away, and then I just remembered then. So I looked at, you know, that banister near the stage where I placed it. And I actually got my phone before that. So I had my phone. But my wallet was, was gone. So I got I got nervous. And then it's like, oh my god, where the fuck is my wallet? And then I asked. Bobby was the first one I asked. Because he's the one nearest to me. And then I said, like, Bobby, have you seen my wallet? And then it's like, what? No, I didn't. And then... And then I said, did you, like, put away something blue or something? Mm. Did you place it in the boxes? It's like, no, I don't remember anything. Hindi mo kinuha dun sa stage. Like, no, I don't really remember that. 
and then so I was like I was quietly panicking and then Bobby was also like trying to find it and then I tell Bibi and Jose outside of the <laughs> auditorium and we were all like nervous because like oh my god where did we put that and like, keep in mind that, she had to commute home that yeah, night she, she yeah, commutes exactly. every day I had to commute home that that night so like having Aww. money having no money was actually a really big problem so, <laughs> like, walk home. <laughs> yeah, yeah I was what? I was panicking I was panicking right. and I like I couldn't hide it anymore so like I was like oh my god what am I gonna do what am I gonna do and then like one of our more senior members noticed me and so I had to tell everyone like hey my wallet is missing has anyone like put away a blue wallet that was by the stage and then it's like no we didn't see anything blah 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 and then the, and then this one senior member cjm he even he even offered <laughs> to let me borrow his beep card he's like oh no just just use my beep card and it's like i live in the south <laughs> <laughs> you know you know that cake from the simpsons at least you tried <laughs> yeah yeah so it's, it's like also, I'm not gonna go home without my wallet because just no, okay. So like everyone else went home and then I just I just like quelled everything by saying that I'd borrow money from Bobby. But actually I, I asked like the the four of us actually went back into the auditorium to search and like everything was so fucking dark. And it's actually like borderline <laughs> scary, but like you know, it's scarier for me not to be able to go home. So like, whatever. And then I said, you know what? Maybe it's in the stuff that we placed in the in the prod room. Oh <laughs> fuck! Oh no, that can't be good. All right. And so we're like, no, okay, we we separated. We so DB and Jose were still in the auditorium. Me and Andrea yeah. went to the prod room because you know, yeah. split. We split out to make it faster. Yeah, and and DB and DB and Jose even asked for help from some of the janitors stationed at that floor. <laughs> so like, when they looked and said, "Wala po talaga kami nakita, mom," like I was full on nervous and I said, "You know what? Let's try the prod room." And then, this came to the point where all four of us went to the prod room so we can like search fast from the props, and then. I said like, oh hey wait guys, I gotta I gotta text my mom or something. And so like I went to my bag, and I got my phone, and like it occurred to me that you know what maybe I should look in my bag. It's probably not gonna be there, but <laughs> I should look. And for some reason, I take out my laptop and then I find in this like really really deep pocket of my bag, my fucking wallet was there. Oh my. <laughs> Dude, I shit you not. I was like going upside down in that fucking prod room, dude. I was sweating, trying to scurvy through all the freaking stuff. And then, and then next thing I know, I looked at Andrea and she had like this big dumb fuck face. She, she like she 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 went in a full existential crisis. I'm like, yo, what's wrong? Oh, uh, guys. <laughs> uh, dude. Like, what, what the name of the My experiment? Like, finding out where the cat's dead in the box. Like, was that the experiment called Bobby? I forgot. Uh, Schrodinger's cat. Yeah, oh, Schrodinger's cat. This time it's a phone. Yeah. Schrodinger's okay. phone. Is, Schrodinger's, it, is it really there or is it? <laughs> or is it lost? <laughs> or is it lost? <laughs> yeah, and basically, like, when I, when I found my wallet, I was like, 
guys, this is so this is so embarrassing. So we're like, we laughed it out. We laughed over it, how stupid the whole thing was. And it was like, you know what? We're taking this to our graves, right? You're not going to tell anyone. Oh, <laughs> but you just told the thousand listeners, so... Oh. Yeah, well, they're not in the guilt or whatever. <laughs> and it's past. And it's past. Hey, no, there's one yeah, person who's not... Who's, who's, start, who's not in the... Uh, yeah, in the in... yeah, she's a, she's a viewer. Mary is a listener. Yeah, Mary, my girlfriend. Well, Guys, say there, hi. So it's fine. <laughs> she, wasn't she wasn't there. She wasn't there yet. She wasn't there yet. This is this is like Bardagol lore. <laughs> That's Bardagol lore. Yeah. So basically, every part or every funny moment that we had is just us being very dumb, stupid things. No, actually, one, one another of my favorite moments actually. It's actually related. Was I? I, I it's actually related to Bobby in particular, especially See? during HDG One Hundred One. No. <laughs> oh yes. Okay. Okay. Oh, Continue your story. I have a fun fact for you. No, it's TV. No, no, like, this is uh, what what happened was during HDG One HDG One Hundred One. No team building. Team it's building. team building. It's team building. team building. It happened during team building. Me and Bobby were on, ano, me and Bobby were on our way to the meeting area from his condo, and he suddenly told me na he suddenly told me that his leg hurt. So I was like, okay, what, okay, what's up with your leg? We can have it checked in the, we can have it checked in the clinic. Then when I told our seniors, our seniors were the ones that accompanied him to the clinic na, so we had to wait. When Bobby went out, he was he was rolled out of a wheelchair. You were I was there with the. <laughs> No, no, okay, and okay. There with there, and, and we were all con- and we were all concerned, like, dude, what happened to you? Did you sprain your leg? Like, what happened? Why didn't you why didn't you treat it sooner? Like yeah, he <laughs> apparently though he did strain his leg. Like, what's the reason? Cheesecake. All he said was just one word. Cheesecake. Okay. Here's the thing. All all four of us were involved in this, by the way. Yeah, because we're always BB involved in this. Maybe and I accompanied Bobby back to his to his condo. Because he wanted to get the cheesecake. <laughs> and, then, and then we were the waiting for him. Important. Yeah, cheesecake. Yeah, Dude, is. that cheesecake was good, okay? I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be straight with you. When he was rolled out of the clinic, he, like, he just said, he just flat out said, it's because of the cheesecake. Cheesecake. Like, oh, his friend's mother. Created this some sort of cheesecake and he wanted to get it from the condo. Apparently, he slipped over something and that's what happened. I'm like, Bob. I didn't slip. I tripped oh, over. He didn't slip. He I like s- twisted his foot on the sidewalk. Oh, uh, <laughs> it was a ditch, okay? It was a ditch. <laughs> it was not a ditch. It was a sidewalk. What are you talking about? It was a small ditch. I didn't see it. It was really dark. No, no, no. That was 5 a.m. 5 a.m. It was kind of dark. No, it's not 5 a.m. It was just overcast. <laughs> I, I didn't see no, it. I was blind. We were there with you. Yeah. <laughs> no. help, uh, otherwise. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. But but I'm the primary source. I'm the one who tripped. <laughs> so, you know, when the main source says no, but the other five sources say yeah. You know, we gotta go with the multiple sources. Like, honey, like, dude, long and short of it, you tripped because of cheesecake. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's the bottom line. I don't blame him. I love cheesecake also. Oh, I love cheesecake too. I love cheesecake too, but I wouldn't trip over it. True. Thanks, guys. And that cost him his experience during the team building, but like... True. Yo, I still enjoyed the team building, don't get me wrong. Yeah, while everyone was swimming, you were casually sitting at the side of the pool. Hey, I didn't... At least I didn't feel cold for an entire morning. Oh, yeah. that's true. That was a rite of passage that you missed out on, so... Oh. Hey, thanks. How are we even friends? <laughs> like, Wait, why are we friends? <laughs> I, sometimes we are I, be I begin us, to Bob. wonder. I begin to wonder sometimes. Why did I pick, like, out of 90 people in the fucking guild, I had to pick, pick these four mother freaking. Peek back. I'm so... Peek back. <laughs> I can't even say things right. Yeah, so, like, out of 90 people in that fucking guild, I had to pick these four. I don't know, man. Like, I could have gone better. Wait, like, who's the fourth one? You know, we can you can basically name this episode the Bobby Roast, right? <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> the Bobby Roast. We should have done this during Bobby's birthday. It would have been so great. Yeah, but the you Bob missed Bobby my birthday. Roast. <laughs> anyways, anyways. But you know, as like a, a lot of story writing says, it was destiny that you guys met. You know, it actually, you can be really poetic and all that. It was destiny. And destiny the bitch. So like... <laughs> At least to me. Actually, the first, the first time that I ever, that Bobby ever came to, into my mind was when, the whole guild found out that he was locked out of his condo. What? That was it. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Oh, come on. Bobby, I remember that. I remember that. I messaged you, dude, right? <laughs> you messaged me like, bro, um, out of curiosity, like. Are you are you here? <laughs> like, are, you, are you are you in Taft right now? <laughs> like nah, bro, I'm just going home today, man. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> okay, you know. Okay. And I... then like I was really surprised when Bobby messaged. Yeah, sorry, cause like I'm I'm kind of out of my house. Like, what do you mean out? Like I'm kicked out. Like, what do you mean kicked out? <laughs> I didn't say I'm kicked out. out. I said locked out. <laughs> oh, locked out. I'm not even helping like... myself. <laughs> but I was so scared. I was I mean... like, what, what, Bobby? <laughs> Luckily enough, there were some seniors in the same senior members in the same building that offered naman a place for him to stay for the night yeah um so oh, yeah. clear river okay so yeah. I'll, I'll i'll fill you in what uh i'll fill in the audience what this is about so <clears throat> uh i was the only one in the condo that time i, ha I had a room i had a roommate uh i have a roommate and he went home that you had a roommate what happened <laughs> <laughs> no he's, he's still alive he's he... <laughs> no. anyways my my roommate Gab's not gonna kill me. I love that guy. Anyways, um, so uh, he's, he told me that he's gonna go home on that day because it's gonna be a long weekend. But I decided to stay in the condo because I wanna, you know, get used to the condo. And what do you know? I'm not gonna get to do that that week. <laughs> uh, so my first few hours of celebrating, you know, I'm gonna get some Subway, right? So I packed. I, I packed into pants and then I grabbed my jacket, grabbed my wallet, grabbed... I even grabbed my charger for some reason. Like, I don't know. Like, I felt like adventuring that day, right? Then... Maybe you just felt that you were going to get locked out. <laughs> it's a strong <laughs> feeling. But yeah, so I went down. And like, I went to Subway. I ate there. And like, fuck, that was such a great meal. 
So I was like walking subway back. Subway is really good. I yeah, love yeah. the cookies, man. He yeah, dude, so well. the fucking subway is great. I walked back to my condo, went up the fucking elevator, went out. Then I was like, okay, where's that key? Oh, <laughs> shit. So I, 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 I was like looking at my pockets. I went back to the subway and then I looked over the street that I passed. And bear, bear in mind, I went through two different paths, right? I went through one through the campus and one through the outside. So I had to go go fucking circle trying to find that key. And at at that point I'm like, all right, I think I left my key inside. So I was locked for the entire fucking day. <laughs> and I messaged the whole group chat with everyone in it saying, guys, uh are any of you like uh okay to offer their condo that I can stay in for the night? <laughs> Then people are at, then people asked why, and then I felt so embarrassed to say it, but you know they're already asking the question because they, they they were fucking worried like yo what happened what happened like are you are, were you kicked out by your parents or something no I locked myself I locked myself out of my condo. <laughs> Bobby, that's still one of the funniest things that happened to you. Uh, fu- funny story. I didn't tell my parents about that, so because really? I felt I felt really embarrassed and I might waste the gas for them to go here. So <laughs> I literally waited for my roommate to come back, but he didn't. He didn't come back after three days. So I had to squat in three different places for for that week. <laughs> Stay with with Clear River for three days. One one day was with Clear River. The other was from a friend, and the third was with my blockmate. Oh right. Do not ask where I got laundry. <laughs> I don't wanna I was about to ask. I don't, ask. I, don't, <laughs> I don't think we wanna know about the laundry. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that was that was a big, <laughs> big stupid moment. There 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 are plenty more, kid you not, but can we can we stop with this please? <laughs> <laughs> Bobby's feeling really bullied right now. I mean I'm I always You're feeling uh, very attacked. I feel attacked. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, guys. I I I feel Relax. okay. I feel okay. I feel okay. You know, I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not. I'm okay. <laughs> oh, Bobby, could you please stop your drama? <laughs> okay, okay, DB. Why don't why don't why don't we just go to the next part of this uh the the the. Oh sure. Part all right. I feel like we've already introduced ourselves. Yeah, and. Way more than we should have. Yeah. yeah, true. Yeah, that's what you know. This is a good session, right? You know, we're all having fun. We're all we're getting... literally airing out dirty laundry. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what well, Bobby's dirty laundry? <laughs> hey, I I cleaned my I cleaned my own clothes. Okay, I I learned how to clean my own clothes that time that week. Okay, no did we ask? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> So let's move on to next, to next part. Next segment. Okay. So I want to ask all of you. Uh, that's that includes you too, Renzo and myself. Uh, of course, yeah. Let's what go. <laughs> What do you guys think of the new normal? Oh. I think Filipino ah. Filipino audiences would get us. But the, uh, a little backstory: the new normal is basically a coin term by the government saying that uh, we're gonna have to adapt to the freaking coronavirus because it seems to not ever go away coronavirus but it never seems to go away so the the government officials just just fucking gave up honestly and they just went well 
guys. This is the new normal. This is your life now. You can't do anything. So yeah, that's that's the new normal for you. And I want to ask, how's your new normal so far? Well, I think I've slept in almost every part of my house now. So what's new, Jose? So on Tuesday I'll be in the freaking couch. Next day I'll be. You ever slept in a refrigerator? I've slept in front of my refrigerator. Oh, what? Was the door open? Did you slept in your sidewalk? No. Bitch. No, but like, like I I slept in lots of places in my house now to the point where I don't know where I can sleep now. I haven't slept the attic yet, and I don't plan to because it snows. It smells. All right. Uh, we will move on to academics later. So let's just talk about our lives in the house. So let's move on to who wants to go next. Uh, uh I can go next. Um, so my new norm, my new normal is basically just I honestly got used to it. Nah, got a, got a real cozy, nice and cozy. You know, set myself a warmer and all that. Um, I think it's to for me. I adjusted the new normal by having a new routine, a new daily routine. And by simply accepting that, uh, it's not gonna get what you call it better. We just have to make the most out of it right now. Mm, so the only true. way we're gonna have the maximize the most right now is first have fun with what you're doing. Um, mm-hmm. try to study. Studying helps a lot, and uh, try to do that every day. Cause like, having having something regularly done on your daily life actually slowly becomes your new normal subconsciously. Yeah. Oh, so that's what okay. I think, yeah. So what that's do you do now? For me, um, I spend a lot of time studying art, drawing, all that. Oh, okay. That's Just really nice. How are you... Yeah, watching some movies, yeah. How are you able to, like, stick to your routines? Like, was there something that you did or you you just talk to yourself through it? Like, I have to do this. Hmm. Honestly, right? Let's see. Actually, honestly, it was just me thinking like, oh man, I want that job. I better study. Because like, I'm thinking like, if I'm being lazy right now, I'm thinking about my other competitors who are studying hard, who are working twice as hard. Mm. And you want to, as much as possible, I want to be competitive against them. And I want to mm, be, yeah. find my own way to beat them, you know? Yeah, like get ahead of them in some way. Yeah, cause like honestly, my main my main thought right now is like, I gotta get myself a job at least. You know, I don't want to live in my mom's basement yeah. making games. <laughs> I had yeah. a nightmare once. You know, I was making Y8 flash games. Oh lord! Oh wow! Yo, that's really <laughs> old, man. Like flash is already obsolete. So how are you gonna even live off from that? Yeah, it's a very right. niche nightmare. Very niche, and I was like, oh shoot, I gotta I gotta work harder. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, but uh, how about you guys? Hmm. Well, huh? Sino? You, 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 DB. You, you, DB. Okay. Well, I asked how or how Renzo, you know, got into that habit of doing things regularly because I, I myself, I'm having a really hard time sticking to schedule because, like, I have done multiple different schedules just as, like, you know, uh, make my day organized so i can do more things 
I'm like trying to do Elon Musk uh, schedule. Uh, I, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like box time boxing, something like that. Um, I just set a limited time to do something so that I have to be focused into doing it. But when I'm doing it, I'm just I just don't want to do it. That's why all throughout these three months, incoming four months, I have done literally zero, like zero. Um, what do you call this? Improvement or like stuff? I'm just really like a couch potato. Like I, I wake up, I sleep, I eat. But... How does a person make you feel like? What? Like how does a person make you feel? Because like for me, when I wake up at like twelve a.m., twelve. A, uh, 12 p.m. or 1 p.m. I feel so I feel like I wasted an entire day like yeah oh man yeah well so guilty. I'm I don't really wake up that late because you can ask Bobby I wake up around like five sometimes even four yeah because yeah. I sleep early, early. Oh. I, I sleep really early I don't really sleep like yeah. this time yeah like re re this us recording right now sleep. is like beyond yeah, her fucking like the, schedule. sleeping schedule <laughs> Yo, I want that. Yo, I actually want that. I can't even sleep sometimes until I get like what time? Uh, 12 a.m. or like 2 p.m. 2 a.m. 2 p.m. Goddamn. Damn, that's. I can't. <laughs> I don't I can't remember already. the last time I fell asleep when the clock was still at p.m. Right? It's so weird. Though. Same. Like fuck. I don't know. I feel like it has just been my soul. It's something that I told myself that I, sh I should do regularly. It's just, just sleep at PMs and not AMs. Because uh, I've done it before when I was in junior high. I would always sleep at 11. And I would extend until 3 and 4 AM. And I have class at 7. So I just really wanted to change that characteristic or habit of mine. Mm -hmm. So now in to answer the question about the new normal. I'm... I haven't really fully grasped the thought of living differently uh, post-COVID-19 uh, because it's really hard to change something that you have been accustomed into doing for like years now and I'm already 21 and you can't just teach old dog new tricks like yeah. that fast. <clears throat> I mean, I know we have to adapt and everything, but you can't just push people to really change their habits in just a snap so i'm yeah. really having a hard time to uh re-channel the energies that i have uh done before like you know when i see people it's my instinct to give a hug to always rush towards because that's me i'm a very physical person i like um it's my form of um it's my love language like i really like physical touch mm. i hug people and knowing that i can't do that anymore in a new normal setting is just really so stressful for me because i need hugs bro <laughs> it's how i cope You're we all hug. need hugs it's how we de-stress it's how we release negative energies and if you're if you're going to be locked in an isolation where people you love can't really reach you when you really need them then it, yeah. it's like you're already dying so yeah i feel really sad that we had to reach this point just because 
our government's not really doing what they should be doing. In essence, I think we we are we're dead inside, you know. <laughs> we're all yeah, dead inside. True. We're all dead inside. We're all dead. Period. We're just dead. Period. Yeah. Anyways, uh, wants to go next? I think uh, I think it's just me. Hey, I okay, haven't did... spoken yet. You oh, Andrea. <laughs> I love how you all just discounted Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here. Anyway, um, I said the the new no how the new normal is going for me. Um, uh, well, actually, this whole um staying at home quarantine thing it's not really new to me because like I'm I'm a very 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 introverted person, and I don't live in Taft like these guys, so I always go home. If I'm not in school, I'm at home. So like I'm really really used to staying home, so nothing really changed for like I mean for me for the for the first um weeks of it all. But um now that like almost 4 months have passed, I found that you can't that you know, I can't actually treat this period of time like it's just a weekend because yeah. I feel like that's that's what I've been doing for the past four months i just do what i usually do in the weekend so like i just lie around sleep watch films and eat and it's like it it gets boring you know when you have to do that every day so like during uh, recently i've been like picking up stuff that i could do and um i re i listened to this um wellness podcast and it's like i don't know it's just for like um self-awareness and self-love and all that kind of stuff but um it's very it's very interesting like the things that they discuss there and it's actually like i some of the things that they've talked about i tried to like apply in my dailies so like i actually i actually have i've actually challenged myself like in the same way that bb does to stick to a routine and i've been I've been successful so far because, like, I actually resolved to work out every day, Whoa. like while we're Whoa. at home. Work wow. out. And and I've been sticking to it actually. It it I think I'm approaching that one knows. month of doing it straight already. Oh, Sanol. Yeah, and it and it's actually it's really good, guys. It it feels really good to like do some to like have an exercise time during the day i don't know i look forward to it and like i actually like modified it recently like i used to do just i used to just go to youtube and follow workouts and stuff but now i actually i actually like entertain this impulse because i've always had this impulse it's like you know what i just want to dance for fun and then you know oh, i just fired so up good. i just fired up like some dance videos and then i learned dance and you know it's just part of my thing now like I actually dance every day. I don't even dance in front of these guys. So like, <laughs> <laughs> so it, 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 like It'll it's be really a weird. It's really weird to hear Andrea saying that she's freaking dancing because we've never really seen her diba? dance. It's so it's weird because I don't like I've never. It's it's such a far away thing from from me like from my brand. But I've actually been doing it for like a, a stable amount of time. That's really good to just think of because a lot of people right now don't really have a, until now, don't have a steady body schedule. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Especially no, sleep. Woo-hoo. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm still I'm bad in the sleep department, but uh, but the exercise is it's it's actually really good. It it improves your mood too, and I find that I have something to look forward to. To be honest, it's it's, it's great, and you know. There's and now that online classes have started, it's kind of like, you know, I was actually really nervous about online classes starting because my schedules are all three hour classes. And so I'm like afraid that it'll take over like my entire day because I'd be in class for three hours and I have to do assignments because they're doubling down on requirements. But, you know, I, I learned this one thing from, you know, some of the podcasts that I listen to that you know, that they say it shouldn't be actually about time management. It should be more about attention management. So like I like that. You can arrange your time in your day, like for like things that you want to do and all that. But like that would basically be useless if you don't pay attention to what you're doing. Yeah. That's, and oh, that's- yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, and I think it's, that was a that's a like a game changing thing that I heard because like for me time management has always been such a big problem. Right. Because like I'm really I'm really 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 crap at keeping time, and like I do this one thing and then I just disappear into it and I forget all the other things. So like hearing that it's actually like really great and it's like it give it gave me a shift in perspective. So. Yeah, that was that was nice. Oh god. That's very nice to hear. Uh, actually, actually can I add something for a while? Yeah, go. Oh, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. No, yeah, um <laughs> because I feel <laughs> now, um, the thing that I'm doing that now normally is find a way to improve um my art uh, my artistic craft in oh, yeah. in in different in different for in different mediums. So sometimes I would just lock myself in a room, um, open up my laptop or TV, and then practice singing. Actually, I pop up some different um, uh, instrumentals, and I practice and I practice on my vocals. I practice on my I practice on my delivery because singing is a very actually very integral part of my um, my own take on theater because I'm, I'm I lean more towards musical theater than regular theater. So I like practicing songs a lot. I like practicing singing a lot. And another and, and another thing that I do, actually, this may sound like a shameless plug, but it's not really. But if you want to go ahead, follow me. Um, Whoa, shit. Um, TikTok. <laughs> yes, actually. Um, other than practicing singing, I also do these different. I also do TikTok. In not not dancing wow. or it's more of creating stories through those 15 to 16 minute times uh time frames for example um i'm a part of this group in tiktok who's actually on discord too where we're different where it's almost like descendants where we're like descendants of different disney characters so we get to create our own character and we get to oh, cool. live our story in this in this sort of universe that we have for ourselves and it's it's a really nice way to test your creativity, your character development, your character sketches, and I think it's a nice outlet for me because I never want to stop with I never want to cut my connections with arts. 
Yeah, I feel the same actually, but I've but I think I've been kind of struggling with creating during this time. Like, I actually heard of the lockdown, and I was like, I I was so naive. I convinced myself that, oh, um, a period where we stay home. I am going to create so much, but I haven't <laughs> created anything. <laughs> it's a mood. All right. Yeah. You know, my take on that is like, oh man. A break from everything. All right, one month in. Yeah, let's go. Two months in. Okay, another month. Then third month. Fuck. Uh-huh. And then uh-huh. now I'm just like, uh-huh. fuck. Uh-huh. I want school, but not like this. <laughs> like, I, uh, I'm starting to become one with the couch. I've stayed so many I hours. I am the it. walls of this house. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go to my uh, new normal. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Bob. My new normal is pretty. It's pretty weird. You know, I'm kind of weird sometimes. Uh, sometimes. You're always weird. <laughs> Wait, let You're me let me continue first. <laughs> uh, so like at first, like uh, the quarantine life, I I really embraced it. I really loved it. It, it. Like I don't know. I think I deserved some sort of break. Because I've been so fucking tired for the past year. Yeah. yeah. Like the whole year like was just so exhausting for me. And I really thought the quarantine life would be like a big uh, like break. A from, big break. Yeah, from a everything. big break from everything. But at the same time, all I needed was like, I don't know, three weeks worth of that break. I didn't really ask for three months or then the universe was like hey here you go have four months (laughs) here you go have four months and counting because honestly one one really uh, one one thing i dislike about staying in my house is that this is my resting grounds and purely just my resting grounds so when i do work i do work yeah i do work outside so if you want me to do work in my recharging stage station i'm gonna be unproductive as fuck yeah actually you know oh sorry sorry but i I just i i I read something similar to what you're talking about it's like an article discussing like how work from home was actually harder for employees and that's true because because like during the regular times you know the home life and the work life were so separate yeah. from each other. Like, it's so separate. You had to you had to come from your house or wherever you live, and then you have to walk or take a commute, and it's like, and then after that you go into work. So it's like your what your mind is thinking is like, you know, this is my mind when I'm at home, and then I go into this process, and then I slip into my mindset for work. And the thing about work from home is it it Jumbles destroyed that. that process where you shift into the other mindset. So now what you have to do is you have to merge them and it's and it's been really hard for others because like they don't know when the work stops. Yeah. Mm, that's like, true. And you also like, have to there find are the employees answering emails at like three AM because, you know, they just couldn't they just don't know when to stop working. When to start because, like, or when to stop. Well, like, that's true. Like that's that's literally me, but it's I feel that so hard because I've already conditioned myself that my life would be uh when I leave this house, 
I'm gonna be doing work. I'm gonna be focusing on a lot of things. I don't even play yeah. games when I'm in in my condo unless I have literally nothing to do, which is rare because usually we have a production. I have yeah. tests on that week, so I don't play. Oh, but here, when I get home, I play. And the thing is, I, I get distracted easily because my attention span's kind of short. Not not like not, not not that short. Uh, it's just that I I really want something to do. And if I get bored of that one thing to do, I'll immediately shift to another thing. And I don't know, like doing work in the house is like really tempting to do other shit because at least in 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 my condo or in my school, the the big things I can really do is study or think about the the managerial stuff that I have to do. But here, I can do more things. That that is the thing. I'm I'm afraid of having so many opportunities to relax rather mm-hmm. than having opportunities to work because when i'm there i have a lot of opportunities to work so i don't need to really think about i mean that's because you that's because you're in the right environment for yeah. work and productivity because when exactly. you're in the house everything just becomes so slow slow you know what i mean yeah that's why yeah, like, it's like no go, go yeah ahead. it's really relaxed yeah. like you wake up at 12 in like 12 12 you become 12 what 12 it doesn't matter what 12 no but like um <laughs> like you can wake up at any time of the day you can wake up so early and still feel sleepy you can wake up at four in the afternoon and still feel so slow what's worse i love sleeping in the house so literally there can be a whole day where i'm just asleep like around yeah. 17 hours worth of sleeping can be done in any time of the week i can i can do that that's that's my ability this fucking room this fucking house feels so comfortable that i'll stay asleep as long as i want to but no i have 7 a.m class up to 6 p.m then the next day i have nothing maybe just one class if my prof feels like feels like it yeah exactly so it's so like i i when i condition myself i confidently think that i'll be doing this for a certain amount of time but the thing is i can't really condition myself when i already made some different conditions do you know what i mean yeah 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 yeah. like i don't want to destroy what i conditioned before because i think that's already separate but no i have to adapt to this and i'm really honestly having a hard time uh but aside from that my my new normal let's really go into that now so uh as a person who studies chemistry, I'm not gonna say that as a chemist. Uh, as a person who studies chemistry, I have a really hard time to practice my craft aside from reading, because oh yeah, I feel that. Oh, that's true. Like, I feel that. Honestly, like holy shit, like the science courses, at at, at least the the really practical ones, like yeah, the one. Yeah, because it's hard to do the practical courses when you don't have. Anything. <laughs> exactly. Uh, like it's so hard to be a chemist right now, or hard to be a physicist, or hard to be honestly a theater. a theater person. <laughs> oh, that's true. Actually, from the other, from the liberal arts end, it's actually it's really hard too. Cause like I I told you guys, I'm a, I'm a comm arts student, right? Right. And this term, we have this subject called vidbroad. So it's basically video production. So like. In, in you know in what's normally done 
we do this in school and like there's stud there's a studio and we can like borrow cameras microphones tripods and all that but like since it's quarantine time and it's the new normal it's actually really hard to like to practice we have no resources yeah because like some of some of us i mean all of us have different like levels of resources that we have like some many of us are just recording like through phones and it's and it's hard because like vidprod is supposed to like prepare you to work with you know like film cameras or you know professional microphones and all that and going to different sets, places and, like, we can't even do that yeah like same with me i also have the same problem as a fellow computer science i'm under that category i guess um under the art division a lot of our applications aren't paid for so the only time we can ever use this application are in vinyl or in the school itself yeah yeah so it's like really hard like i even asked sir how much these the apps cost it like around 15 to 30 and photoshop's like 30k and i'm like oh yeah. man we can't do, i can't do this i can't i can't pay for that i can't do that you're gonna rob me but it's like a tuition it's like another tuition man so you open your wallet and you open your wallet and just a box yeah. so, so like I, I it's like a really big dilemma for people who are practical like me renzo yeah, andrea uh and of course, essentially all of us since we do theater. Actually, I think that's a very hard thing to do, especially now since everything is centralized in technology. Like theater, like theater in its in itself, is a hard, it's a hard thing to translate into something online, digital, uh, online, yeah, yeah online. Mm. Like the like the most basic thing that a that a theater person can do is table readings, do vid calls. Not gonna mention any of them. But... Yeah, and it's like there's only so much table reads you can do before everyone gets bored. You, but, well, like hmm, that's true. And you know, and you know, the, there's much more satisfaction when it comes to you know when you finish that set piece or when you finally get the emotions of that certain line on stage. Yeah, it doesn't have the same impact. Because you're 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 living when you're doing theater, you're living in that world that you created. You get to experience that, uh, that yeah. world. You get to show that world. In in the house, you can't fucking do that. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Actually, what you call that? When I techniques I used to go actually put myself to sleep or actually just reading a book. Sometimes when like, the book's really lengthy and it's too long, it's not even interesting. It's just mm-hmm. that you're supposed to read it for the sake of reading it. I just get, oh. for some reason, I wake up and I'm like, oh no, one hour has passed and I fell asleep. <laughs> That's a, oh, I, I should try that, you know? Like, the thing is, I have I books and I left them all in my condo. Like, the books that I oh, plan to read. That, that, that's the that's the hard part, you know? I'm locked, I'm actually locked out of my condo because my condo building is quarantined. Uh, there are people who, who got coronavirus so my, oh my whole God. building is like on on like an all-time all-time high <laughs> and they 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 are so oh, no. strict with their guidelines when you got, get in you 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 know they like you have to get tested first so you need a, a clearance from a yes you need a clearance from a clinic that tested you wow. second you need a clearance from the fr- the freaking brown guy that you have that you're in so that you're allowed to enter the building and that's done that's the that's one thing because when you move shit out of your condo you need to 
provide a permit, right? So I essentially, yeah. if I want to get my stuff, I need to go through three different documents. That's very, very so, hard. So, so what's at your condo right now? Um, I, I a lot like half of my clothes are there. Uh, my wow, switch okay. is there. My oh, my, my different my <laughs> half of my academic materials are Honey, there. that's gonna be rusty the minute you get there. Exactly. Honestly, and I, even my part, I have to clean it out as well. Oh no, it's dusty. It's, it's dusty gonna be really dusty. And another and another thing, I still have food in the freaking fridge. Oh, welcome. Uh, no. I think it's time to burn the part. Well, you're gonna open the fridge and it's just gonna hit you square in the face. Uh, uh, like I don't know. Like you know, the first thing I really thought about getting there is like this big box of cereal. I bought that big box of cereal so that I could eat that every day in the condo, and that would suffice for almost a month. But it's just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> did you open it? Not yet, but you know, it's just well, sitting there. If you didn't, then it's still, well, I, you know. I mean, most most permits in the most permits that uh, that are required by uh, the condo, they're usually for huge things like sofas or chairs or tables. I'm sure you can, like, let's say me. I already moved out of my condo. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't you guys uh, like uh, move out recently? Yeah, we just moved. Uh, yeah, I moved out. Yeah, we, I, I just moved out two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago. And we didn't, like, I just, I just needed, we went there one day to clean out the stuff in the fridge. And then we didn't, we didn't need a permit for that. And then the next day, and then the, know, the second day when we went back, we needed the permit because we were moving out huge stuff. So I think you can get your stuff in the condo as long as it's not, like, heavy lifting. Okay, maybe because yeah. there's this tactic I do every time. Um, when I think I can bring something that's big, but also at the same time, it's not big enough to be obvious. Because oh, here's the thing: I have a really big laundry basket, right? And yeah. <laughs> what I do if there's this really big thing that can fit in that basket, I it shove it in, in there, there, put clothes <laughs> over it. And say, hey, I'm just gonna go do some laundry. <laughs> and then you're, you don't come back. I don't come back. I just book out of there. I, I transferred a printer, a monitor. Uh, what else did I... I, I, I tried putting in my amp, amp for my guitar, but they... But I just decided, now nah, just carry it. I think they'll, they'll be alright. So they gave that amp a pass, but... Uh, yeah. And aside from that, I left my guitar... In the fucking campus. <laughs> Wait, what? Where? Where? It's inside the production room. room. Oh, like my wallet. Like, like your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Just there in the pocket, you know. We yeah. don't know if it's really there. <laughs> we don't know if it's really there. Maybe tomorrow it's gonna be gone, but today it might. It's it still might be here. But anyways, Never. yeah. So, like you know, this uh, the the quarantine time is like a place where you could exercise your hobbies but one of my hobbies is playing a guitar and it's not with me i am That's really really sad right that. now the only thing i can really practice is chemistry in some way uh application of chemistry which is cooking i i, I oh, cook I, I thought for a second there i got nervous because i thought you were like combining cleaning materials arson <laughs> okay okay um you like setting your house on fire okay uh arson. I, I will arson. <laughs> i will i will i will uh 
point out that they make sure that the different uh, liquids in those cleaners when you mix them up it won't really do anything because it's mostly just ammonia uh, some acid and usually just material uh, the, the the chemicals that are not really explosive they're they're hazardous yes to the skin to, to when you fucking drink it but typically they don't really react because they have you tried making a molotov <laughs> I mean, yes oh man what <laughs> Not, that, oh, I, I didn't say i didn't say anything anyways so you said something i let's go to cooking <laughs> so I, i've anyway. tried <laughs> i tried cooking different different things right uh i i think i've already tried cooking roast beef roast pork wow. i cook steak uh of course pasta is like my go-to thing to cook but i've explored different sauces one i just used pure tomatoes like i have to use tomato from scratch and all that so yeah my I don't know, like tomatoes yeah. Oh, wait a minute, Bobby. <laughs> I think you're forgetting the most important pasta. What? Mom's spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> Mom's spaghetti. Knees weak, arms are heavy, you know? Uh, and oh, Lord. Don't start it... with me with that Eminem shit. Yeah. DB's a big Eminem I, fan, guys. You I know? miss Eminem's. I also miss potato corn. Oh, man. Oh, Dude, pota- oh, don't mention potato corn, oh. man. We all I'm, want that I'm shit. Sorry. I'm hungry right Dude, now. Dude, you made us all yeah. hungry. You know what? Good. Speaking okay. of potato it's, corner, it's, it's a group thing. <laughs> like speaking of potato corner, I was able to buy like those flavor packs from Potato Corner. No what? what? You yeah, okay. have to keep that to yourself. <laughs> no, said, what's your address that. again? We're hungry here. <laughs> what's your address Where again? Do you live again? <laughs> um, two one seven. Sorry, joke lah. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. I saw you oh. ordering that. Free dog yeah, food. I did. <laughs> so oh, you, did. so you just buy and fries really... from the from from the grocery and then just add the fucking flavors. Yeah, we bought yeah, uh, we bought fries and then, of course, with the I know with the flavored season with, and with the flavored seasoning, we had to. I know, I know, we were able to make our own potato corner fries in the house. <sighs> That's damn. So wow, good for you. I'm so happy. Wow. <laughs> I have uh, I only have fries, so that's the only and salt. That's all I can. That's the farthest I can do. <laughs> oh, have you guys tried this thing called latkes? They're like hash browns, Lat- but what are those? Latkes. 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 Yeah, they're A basically latkes. they're ba- they're they're basically like hash browns, except they're shredded potato instead of like chopped Ooh. potato. It's really good, oh, guys. So uh, honestly, you like molded you shredded them? Hmm? I made them. You just shred potatoes. Oh, cool. Okay, well, could you make some? Yeah, can you send me some, Bobby? Uh, there, there's Close like there's, there's the, JNT, there's Grab. You guys gotta pay for the delivery fee, all right? Not me. You oh, guys, so good luck with you. Dog. Actually, I've been thinking like, my 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 family are really impressed with what I cook. They they really love it. So they suggested that maybe I should sell these to to like to 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 my local village because in our village we we all help each other out we even sell food to each other you know to hey, test to try out the, to try yeah, yeah like I mean, honestly i would consider be, yeah. cooking for the village and earn some money while i'm at it because yeah, what yeah. what what can a chemist do like in the house without any materials right 
Molotov French fries. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I I should try doing the cooking. And honestly, I've been thinking maybe I should after I graduate from chemistry, maybe I should take like a um, like a master's like on a cook- cooking course. Yeah, like a cooking oh, course. Here we go, guys. Shokugeki no soba. Shokugeki no soba. Honestly. Oh Bob's, it's not gonna be trust me. I'm a chemist anymore. It's gonna be trust me. I'm a chef. <laughs> I'm a fucking chef. But yeah, uh, I might, I might, I might, I might, I might, I might, I might uh, focus on food tech. I heard that. <laughs> Ranzai. Hey. And, and it's a mood. Anyway, so yeah, I've been cooking a lot. Um, couldn't do anything else much aside from. So I've been, I've been losing weight as well. Um, it's it's in progress. I didn't lose a lot of weight, but I don't feel like exercising. I'm that I'm that much of a couch potato. I I feel DB Wait, when so she explained her situation. Diet. How do you lose weight? Maybe it's because like you know maybe he didn't he doesn't eat as much as he does in Taft or something. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Not, the food in Taft is really good. Or... It's um, so oily though. Like I can really feel my pores like absorbing all that oil. <laughs> yeah. Oh lord. That, oh, that's true. That's I think true. that's one of the reasons why I'm losing weight. Aside from the fact that my mom makes experimental healthy foods, and of course, she's not gonna leave me out of it. <laughs> she's gonna make mm-hmm. me try it. So every other day she tries something new. But yeah, uh, right now, like a while ago, I was eating some sort of yogurt with. Oatmeal, chia seeds, and a lot of fucking fruits. Wow, it's like a smoothie bowl or something. It's a smoothie bowl, honestly. It you is like a smoothie bowl. You should post it on Instagram. Bowl. That's gonna get a thousand likes. <laughs> I'm no Instagram guy. Um, not for me. That's not for me. But anyways. Speaking of cooking, I also learned how to make baked sushi. Baked sushi? Yeah, yeah it's a thing that it's a it's a thing they do right now. But I'm huh. This seems to be booming right now. Might as well give it a try. So. Yeah, I bet oh, you nice. saw that in TikTok. <laughs> no, no, no. Eh. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> anyways, Why? Follow, anyways, follow me. Who says 7399? Thanks. <laughs> 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 hey, plugs later. Discussion now. <laughs> um, yeah. You get I, the plug saw... after this discussion's over. <laughs> you get that privilege. Later. No, but like, yeah. We, we found we found we found that recipe when it was booming on Facebook, so we decided to give it a try. Oh, how and was it? It's fine, but it, it it's still no, you know, authentic sushi. Oh, speaking of booming things, did you did you get into the what's that thing again? The Dalgona thing. Dalgona. Oh, what, no, what is no, that? No, no. Oh, I don't drink coffee. coffee. Thing. The Dalgona coffee thing, the one with no, the whipped I'm, I'm coffee. Sh- now I'm fine with my regular mixed into hot water coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm fine with my tea. <laughs> wait, wait, what, what, what's the Delgana coffee? What, the, what, what is that, guys? Yeah, what is that? I haven't oh heard my about God, so, Delga, uh, Delgana coffee is basically you take whatever coffee you have, any powdered coffee that you have. Yeah, even three. Ah, you whip it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what it's it called. Until it, until, until it forms soft peaks. Okay. And then you mix it, and then you mix it with milk, and milk. there you go. Oh, fuck. Coffee. I didn't know it was called Dalgona coffee. I just thought foamy coffee. <laughs> <You're lying>. uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So yeah, uh, I I should give it a try, honestly. But I don't have anything sure. to really mix it except with a I mean, fucking hey. fork. 
don't know. I mean, that, well, that work? If you, I think if you do it manually, you have to mix it like 400 times or something. Yeah, that's gonna be... Don't you have a whisk at your house? I don't. Your house is huge. I don't have a whisk. At least an electric oh whisk. God, I, think, I, I think I think I have a whisk. Whisker. You have a really mm -hmm. huge house? You don't have a whisk? <laughs> Stop <laughs> DDoSing me. I don't have a big house. It's small. Wow. It's wow. Okay. It's capital. smaller than SM. Let's let's make just leave it at that. <laughs> it's smaller. It's SM so cut small cousin. <laughs> Guys, it's not that big. Okay. Bobby, please stop Bobby. lying to ourselves. <laughs> I just don't like flexing my riches. I guess. You like flexing your girlfriend? Yes, I do. I'm proud. It's not flexing your riches, it's acknowledging your privilege. Oh. <laughs> it, it, saying that makes me sound like it's bad, you know? It's not. It's not, it's not a bad thing. Acknowledging it. Okay, fine. Acknowledge that I acknowledge that I have a big house. How about that, guys? Are you uh, happy so now? Good. See, that so hard. <laughs> There's yeah. nothing to be, you know, ashamed, ashamed of it, Bob. Okay. Yeah, it's not like you're compensating over something. <laughs> Even in a podcast, you guys trying to teach me. Thanks, guys. You know, I thought this was gonna be like a, like a proper debate discussion, but no, you, you guys are teaching me. Am if I you wanna debate, Bob, throw in some political questions. Not, you know. Well, I mean, the new normal is a good start, yeah. considering the considering like the way I ha the way I saw how they called it the new normal. It's almost as if they're they're saying that this is going to be permanent. Yeah. Yeah, because like, okay, this is what we're going to have to live through right now, but I don't think it'll last forever, so I don't think it's the new normal. Uh, don't get me wrong, I'm just it, poking fun here as well that, come on guys, like you guys were trying at the start at least, and are you really just going to drop it like that? Uh, otherwise, they just maybe really worded it so wrongly that it really just come off as insulting to us, you know? I mean, right now, everything with the Philippine government is starting to plummet and even deeper and deeper and deeper. And it's even, and it's even, yeah, and deeper. <laughs> uh, by the way, guys, by this the way, is guys. not counted it's as just, terrorism. It's just, it's just us letting out our frustrations. So yeah, that's like... the NGO. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow, <laughs> you guys are going to get in the news. Makeup. Cause like, you in prison, Bobby. Because <laughs> they don't know you guys, right? You know, yes, nice. they don't know you, but they know us because uh, me, Renzo, well, Kobe, he's in Japan, so he can talk shit all he, all he wants about our government. He's not gonna, nothing's gonna happen to him. I, I, I can't say anything. We can't, can't we can't say, say anything. No me, me and Renzo, I'm, we I'm gotta not... stay quiet, man. No, no, but the, you no, know, no, but like, in all honesty, that's the thing. Like, we're forced into silence. Yeah. yeah, and I just don't really like that thought that we're really giving this up without a fight. It's like, is is this? Hanggang dito na lamba tayo. Like, is this our limit? Is this the end? Like, are we just gonna let them silence us? Like, I'm really so mad about the fact that, you know, when we talk about politics, people are just gonna like, oh, you're gonna be labeled as a terrorist now. We can't talk about politics anymore, and I was just like, yeah, why do you have that kind of mindset? Yeah, that's true. I... You know, politics has been around forever. It's Since the foundation the of, of my yeah. course. 
for God's sakes. Like, why aren't people so engaged into talking about it? Like, you know, it's you can also blame it because people, well, Filipinos were taught that we shouldn't talk about things that we can't really understand, such as religion and politics. That's why we're stuck, not really trying to understand what's happening in our surroundings. I think it's more of they make us feel like we don't know what we're talking about. When in reality, we do know how to research these things and we do know how to fight for these things. But because of the mentality that the, Filip- the mentality that the Filipinos have, they make it seem like we're stupid. Yeah, that's actually that's actually right. Don't, don't, you know, don't get me the, wrong. Uh, well, the crab mentality, you know. That's get... true. That's a, a parent. Wait, that's a scout. Hang on. Hang on. Renzo, you know what? We're treading through this. You know, let's have our pieces. You go first. Uh, it's a sacrifice uh, we're willing to make. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> alright, alright. So, that's true. According to Filipino people, um, I've heard a lot of reports regarding the... Oh, yeah. I think I want to get to talk about this part also. Aside from the... You know, an other side work not working... We have to focus on our side as well. Um, yeah. I noticed that, you notice that right now, I heard a lot of people talking about it. A lot of Filipinos are still outside bringing their one-year-old, three-year-olds and because they think it's okay. I know, right? Like, it's like so okay, crazy. we already gave the warning. They have, it's up to them if they want to follow up, right? It's up mm. to them. They didn't want to follow up and they have no right to complain anymore at this point because that was all them. They have, they have, they have their own responsibility to take care of themselves. Aside from us blaming a society, I think it's really us as Filipino people that we have to prove upon ourselves. Yeah. Because honestly, I think the only time when a country really changes, aside from ourselves, aside from the country itself, like it's not the leaders. It's aside from it being the leader, it's also the people. It's uh, it's I think it's up to us who we can make the change. You know. Yeah. That's basically it. You know, I'd like to agree with your point there. I have to be really neutral. <laughs> it's, it's really, it's really, really good that you know the mentality is changes from within and, and it it expands outwards to the whole country, and it's just like what I forgot his name. What that person said that be the change you want to be. If you want like, to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself. I can't remember his name. I'm so sorry. Make uh, Michael Jackson. Oh, Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Man in the mirror, everyone. Let's go. <laughs> but yeah, that that was the um, that was the the quote that be the change you want to be. And there also there's there's this another there's this other guy who said that. Um, don't ask what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Yeah. Something like oh, that. JFK. But the thing is, oh, if um, if you're only going to rely on people, people change in different ways. And if they don't have a proper system where they can find themselves cooperating, then you won't be able to make a change for the country as well. Because yeah. people, yeah. as humans, they are very self-interested. They're not going to change for someone else that they won't, that they don't think is beneficial to them. So if yeah. they don't see something that is good, or if they don't see something that, will, that they can benefit from, they really won't give their full attention. They won't cooperate. They won't 
quote unquote be disciplined and follow yeah. the rules mm-hmm. that's why people are going out because they see that there is no system there is no rules to follow there's no proper plan so all they're gonna think is fuck it i have nothing to do here i have nothing to benefit from if i follow the rules if i don't follow the rules because there is no concrete plan so um, um sorry regarding that i think the there's actually a lot of truth to that because yeah. uh, you know in the aside from no one's really taking care of our fellow citizens aside from ourselves i think we developed this mentality where it's all up to us in the end yeah just yeah. all mm. us like no one to rely on where when you're pushed back on the wall there's no one else we can trust okay. i think that mm. we reached to a certain point that that's what happened now why why be bother listening now it's just going to be me anyway yeah. i can handle this on my own it's a big independent Okay, so for me, I don't really talk about politics much because normally I always have the same answer. Well, albeit like, you know, uh, it will come from the same root on why I talk politics. But uh, take this for example. Uh, the main reason, one of the biggest factors on why a lot of it is going down to shit is firstly, uh, the people aren't listening, right? The people are ignorant. And how do you really fix the people if they're not really listening? Uh, for me, I, I, I think really, I, I think in a strategic way, I think about numbers at the end, not much of the process sometimes. And it's very utilitarian to think of that way. But honestly, if I, if I were to do something about it, I go really deep into the root and tackle it from there. So one of the main issues of our of our of our system right now is the people. Aside from the ones in charge, right? You you want to focus on the masses because the masses are what really constitute what constitutes all of the problems sometimes. Like they're not listening. Think... And of course, it's not really their fault. And here's the thing. You can really change that by changing the education system. Like honestly t- tackle where it really affects the masses if the education education system really knows what they're doing then the, the 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 masses at least won't really have this ignorant mentality they would have they would have taught them in the very beginning to be like this to be a well-rounded citizen but honestly they're not really teaching them enough i'm saying they're teaching them something at least to our privilege we we know what the right thing is but to the people in the public schools they, they they don't get that privilege of learning what's beyond they just get the basics and maybe if they change the basic information that is taught in the in these public schools they maybe could have avoided a lot of the issues that prevails right now um, sorry i i beg to disagree bob because i'm mm. from a public school mm. and we are taught like very extensively like public students are taught like different things aside from the practical and the basics we are taught like the same level as private institutions are sometimes we go even beyond that because when i was in ninth grade we were already doing basic cal so i mean i mean just to add to what db saying uh, public schools and private schools the only thing that's making them different is the ownership like yeah. the reason why the reason why private schools are called private schools because they're privately owned by a certain group of people. Public mm. schools are just schools published by you know government. The, the, 
the, the resident government or the resident town there. So I don't think there is a bearing on to whether or not you come from a public school or a private school. Everyone gets the same kind of education because if there were to if there were to be a difference in education in public and private institutions, then everything would everything would be unfair for those studying in the public institutions. Actually, the minute they step into like the real world, let's say if they're if, if they say if public in if public schools don't have the same kind of education as private schools, then they'll be at a disadvantage than other than those who have studied in private schools. So I don't think that's the case. I think it's more of education in general more in general. of letting people realize the reality that we are in right now i don't and think there there's anything it, to neoliberal <laughs> education is a joke <laughs> <laughs> oh oops um, someone just said it yeah going back to that point um i think the difference because there is a difference between the public and the private education is that it involves the the teachers yeah, you see, honestly. teachers in public schools are paid by the government um, in a very high wage, but not that high. So if we can, you know, range it, it's around at least 20,000. Um, private teachers, on the other hand, they are... They're, um, they're, they're normally... Yeah, they're paid less. They're paid, they, less. They're, they're paid like um, actually a starter for someone who works in a private education institution where is around like 7000 yeah, yeah less than 10000 so yeah. it's very low this so is... uh, yeah so if if you're going to compare it you you're going to think uh why is a student who's studying in a public school learning less than someone who is studying in a private school, despite their teachers being paid differently, it's because of the conditions that the teachers are in. Mm. So in public schools, teachers do a lot of stuff. Like mm -hmm. the government has brought everything down on them, deworming that should have been done by DOH, their disaster risk and reduction, which is should have been done by the that the department who is supposed to be doing that Even you know you poll watchers yeah poll watchers teachers shouldn't be doing that it should have been done by comelec but since they're short on staff they hire teachers to do it mm. and they get extra pay because of that so um on the other hand private teachers don't do much they just teach so their focus is on their students so that means that um their students get more, more attention they are given more care and hence students learn more because their teachers are not focused on other things aside from teaching them i'm not saying that you know private teachers are useless or so or whatnot because i have been also in a private institution when i was in elementary and my teachers are very very great at their jobs yeah. That's why I, I don't know, I feel like I'm happy that I decided to go to both private and public because I got to see the difference. I got to weigh the different environments and see 
where the fault is and it's not in the people it's in the condition of their work environments yeah it's really unfair it's in the system that's right andrea it's in the system because teachers should teach they shouldn't do health work they they shouldn't do uh comic stuff they should be focused on teaching children but because they are tired from all the different works you know public teachers are even asked to sell stuff to their students just to earn it's a different way um for the school to earn as well so the canteen from the public schools are asking teachers in their homeroom classes to oh um sell this to your students sell this and that sell papers sell food so aside from teaching they're wondering oh i have to sell these oh i have to finish these oh i have loans so they're lost and they're basically letting the students learn on themselves that's why um a lot of them have that mentality yeah, that they're on their school, own yeah a lot of students even me when i was in um when i was in public school we were always left by ourselves our teachers sometimes never go in the classroom we were always learning on ourselves in com- contrast to a student studying in a private school all their lives they have teachers present and if their supposed teacher is absent then that institution then gets a substitute so the student doesn't miss out so, so you're more used to uh, self studying like more independent studying yeah. um, yes just, huh hmm. like uh, that's actually that's actually a nice brand new perspective because um me in uh, maybe me i've only been in private institutions and now seeing as you showed us what it was like i think it's a nice brand new perspective to look at things and yeah. see that there is some sort of inequality between the two because before yeah. I, I did, before i didn't see well as i mentioned earlier i didn't sort i didn't see that there was any sort of difference between private and public institutions other than who is owning with who is owning what yeah but that's actually a nice way to put it and also that also made me think about actually our recent production which was teacher Jose Lasal about those teachers struggling to do I knew we were going to do I knew it <laughs> by the way guys I plugged I plugged that shit in in uh, in one of our, like uh, a lot of our really? episodes but I wasn't even go- no <laughs> I mean don't get anyway. me wrong we had a small nice viewership to deliver. we had a small it has viewership it's a nice message to deliver because yeah. you know on, because at the end of the day like there wouldn't be engineers without teachers that's there true there wouldn't be any chemists without teachers mm-hmm. at the end of the day we have our teachers to thank because they're the ones that taught us everything we need to know yeah exactly. yeah so like i guess i mean you know everything like you you guys just said like that's why i don't think it's it's fair to to always like shift the blame on on people because like first of all these people are acting within a system that was that has basically been established for like a long time and they've been conditioned to live in the system i mean i mean like like in education mm-hmm. i mean i mean we just said that you know it's it's bad it's a bad system because it's a bad it, system. it really just you know the focus is not really 
to make your life it's making a living it's not practical it's more technical like it doesn't really teach you how to handle your life it basically just teaches you how to get a, a, a job and a lot of what one gripe then one gripe i also have on the educational system is that they don't focus a lot in the communal aspect of living you know they don't really focus too much on uh working for or helping the the the, the community I I mean in our in our knowledge Renzo in our school they don't really focus too much in community. I mean yeah we have group works yeah we we go on outreaches but they don't they don't really cement that communal service that makes yeah, us I, makes I us you know that, immersed into That's helping. true because like their our target what you call it, I think their target back then was rather was quite different though. Yeah. Like their priority were different priorities were different so yeah one, one thing i need to poke on the system is that they don't really focus a lot in communal service which is honestly a big aspect in to a lot of our problems right now because a lot of us are apathetic a lot of us are very divided not mm-hmm. with all uh, political stuff which can you know it's connected i would say at least yeah and it's like it's the result of this of this whole neoliberal educational system thing you know because you've been conditioned for so long to to like to care about yourself to care about your goals and to be so focused in that that you don't actually develop your sense of belong of you know being in a community and caring for others mm-hmm. it doesn't really foster and the- empathy and and like you know uh-huh. putting yourself in other people's shoes mm-hmm. actually that's true like another, i think i'd like I'd also like to, if it's possible, I'd like to connect that to the the concept of having cream sections or best sections in schools. Oh, yeah, what about it? No, it's like, I think it's like having that kind of system uh, that having a best section, it's all like at the end of the day, like it sounds like whoever's going to win is like it, 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 it's always he got to look out for number one nothing yeah. more nothing less and like oh, yeah. if, if you're if you're smarter than these kind, people that, you're gonna leave them in the dust basically yeah yeah and that's sort of and that's exactly the opposite of what having a community uh, no, a community a community uh, how do you say it having a, a community inclined community uh, having a sense of community there like having that kind of system sort of breaks that because it's always oh they're the best section so they're all the smartest so what do you call the rest of us <laughs> simpletons <laughs> stay back you simpletons but you know that notion is very very false because um in mm. our school when i was in dasma main um we had like the ssc the special science class and then the general curriculum and it's like the general curriculum is um, loaded of, I don't know, like 26 sections from A to Z. And then the Z obviously is regarded as the very least or like, you know, the, the, the lowest section. The lowest section, yeah. yes. Mm. But uh, growing um, from that um, kind of sections, um, senior high came and there was no sections anymore. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. You only get like a mix of those students. And you'll see, uh, I saw actually, that students from the lower sections, 
they're actually much better than those who are at the top because those who are accustomed to be at the top tend to be very complacent and they lose consistency while the, the, those students who are on the low uh, who are all the, often ridiculed by teachers they tend to be more um, hardworking yeah hardworking because they don't want to live in a bubble that would tell them that you're just going to be at this level forever so they tend to improve mm -hmm. and that causes them to you know outshine those students who are studying in section one or section two and it's well, really really beautiful to see that you know human nature in itself evolves in ways that a system that human also has, has said um they just you know evolved or walked right around it it's like they proved that system wrong that those in the lower sections are just you know bobo and stuff and yeah. those in the uppers they're just the, all the intelligent because i have a lot of i know a lot of people who belong to high sections who are just not doing anything now they stop studying because they believed in the thought that oh i'm already good enough i can do this i can do that they're basically like they're pampered. fed with yeah yeah mm -hmm. I, I i definitely agree with that because like i personally like in my own experience i from elementary to high school i've been part of these uh, you know star section cream section things yeah. and like it got to the point where you know i was always with the same people because we were always you know the ones with the highest grades and i think it's it's true what you said about how people in the cream classes or the star sections they tend to become complacent and they don't really um <laughs> challenge themselves to learn anymore because they get so validated all the time that like hey you're the smartest and like it's like oh wow i'm the smartest i don't really need to learn anymore yeah, yeah. and Personally, that's something that was um, something that I needed to unlearn back then. Especially when I when I went into senior high school, and it's like there are no section, there are no top sections here. And I I realized back then that you know I used to get into these top things like with no effort at all. But like you're not, it's not an ideal thing or attitude to have in in life because you have to be you have to treat yourself like a lifelong learner you know in order to improve your yeah. life and treating others equal to yourself yeah exactly so like and having that I divide think... is like really uh you know detrimental in the long run because you're already conditioning and since this since we were young students back then it conditions the people uh that are in these star sections to be better than everyone else and nothing more nothing less so oh, and and like I just want to add like another like side effect, so to speak, of being in these like star section things. Mm -hmm. You kind of get like the the something similar to like gifted kid burnout. And it's like yeah. you know we we, you know, we we have that term just, in our high school actually. You just spend like you just spend so much time being like validated and complimented on how smart you are that when you actually fail you know you, people you crash people just you know you just tend to take it harder than 
the average person does. And I know this personally because I've experienced it myself. And it's not it's not a good feeling at all. It's not a good mindset to have because like it's not just, you know, you're not just hurting yourself by marinating mm-hmm. on your failures. You're hurting yourself because you're stopping yourself from growing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so say Actually, oh, where I'm go ahead. Sorry. Um where I'm coming from is back in my high school, uh we had this issue, especially in our in my batch in particular, we had mm-hmm. this issue where the best section would be super condescending on everyone else. Yeah. Yeah, and like they would like it it was super discriminatory against people outside of that section because you know some girls in the best section would give you the side eye some guys would be either one of the biggest bullies in your high school like it's super discriminatory and the thing is especially in my high school the teachers don't give two shits about it ouch yeah like like that like that's one of the reasons why i hated high school because it was so focused on who got the highest grades like it mm-hmm. doesn't matter if you're if it doesn't matter if you're the best person or the shittiest person in the world as long as you knew how to study well you were always on top yeah like, that's true okay yeah. so i'm i'm let, we're going to my school particularly uh renzo we're yeah, you know we're, we're going there but we're going back we're going back oh, we're going back once upon a time <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so um i'm pretty sure everyone went through senior high here right no, no, because you know our our batch is like the guinea pigs of of K to twelve. Yeah, we were the first batch. Yeah, we were the True, first yep. batch of K to twelve, and a lot of people kind of hated that system. Well, for me initially, I kind of hated it because it was pretty stupid. They didn't execute it well. But when I read into it, when I looked at it, honestly, that system was is genius they why didn't they implement this before like they implemented this in uh in freaking us and other in other countries already but they didn't implement it here early enough i think we're in an age where you know this thing is pretty early past so seeing like really big changes in our community is not gonna happen in our lifetime at least no it can happen in our lifetime but late in our lifetime but uh side tangent sorry um so what I really like about the K to twelve system is that uh, it has no pre- like it doesn't have any favorites. You're literally just put there to people who have the same interest. That's it. That's the only basis. You're put into sections that are focused on what you want to do in the future, which is better than the old system, which is like. Oh, this section is where the smart people is. No, you're jumbled up. You're mixed. You're mixed with the stupid and smart. And I really love that system because not only they did that for our school, but they also did that to our uh to our afternoon school people. So I'll give you a little story on who are the afternoon school people in our school. So the afternoon school and the day school. Day school are is me and Renzo. The difference between us is that firstly, these these uh, afternoon school students are uh, scholars. They are uh-huh. they are scholars that came from public schools. They're basically almost they're paid for fully, right, Renzo? 
Um, yeah, by I no, think no, partially, by, partially, so, partially. But I was it. I hear that was part of our tuition payment, though, yeah. that we we help them out also. Yeah. So basically, we pay for their tuition as well. And these the afternoon school people, they're not a lot. They're honestly like one class, because you know our ba- our batch is really small. Total, we're one hundred eighteen students, but they only make up like. A fraction of it. They they're around thirty afternoon school compared to like around eighty of day school students, and they didn't merge us until senior high. And holy fucking shit, I love these guys. The the after the, the afternoon school people. I mean, they are so pure and Filipino, but at the same time, they're super hardworking. They're super smart. And they're generally better than the day school students because honestly, the day school students are privileged kids. So you know where it's that where that's gonna come from, right? And yeah, we remember that. We yes, remember. We, we remember. <laughs> and what I love about that senior high is that I get to interact with these people and understand their side of the story because all throughout my life I've been in a privileged private school, but when my school introduced the afternoon school students into our batch that's where my perception about school changed i thought school was just oh you learn this and learn that no you get to see like the different uh social classes and how different it is to be in a private school together and i i was i'm like dumbfounded most of the time because these guys are great I, I I play with them on up to now. I talk to them. I I I don't even connect with some of the day 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 school classmates. I don't even count them as friends. They're they're pretty shallow, honestly. And I I I, I appreciate K to twelve that it merged all of us together, and not have a separate K to twelve for the afternoon school and the day school. So honestly. I could say the the education system is doing is taking the small steps and being better, but for the for the time being, we're we're stuck with the people who are, who were who grew up in the old system, which was not really good for us. So yeah, because yeah, ironically, from what I remember, people were complaining about the fact that um, was it the K to twelve system by yes. technicality was abused in terms of uh more, it was more used in the form of a business yeah because the person came to the was actually targeted towards those who couldn't afford so that they could also catch up in education however when you applied it to also private schools what happened was uh they we we ended up paying more edu- made more for education that's why we like, fucking hated it more. like why are we paying more come on man we like the old system and we have to stay here for two more years jesus christ yeah like it feels awkward that remember like by the age of 21 we're supposed to be working and my parents are like why don't you have a job yet i'm like k-12 right. <laughs> like we we hated k-12 but after experiencing a little more we we learned that wow it's actually a good system honestly it, it, yeah it's a it's a i think it's a good system it's just that it was misused that's it misused like, and executed poorly at least in our yeah. side it was executed poorly because they weren't ready when they implemented it they just wanted to be like the americans and just wanted to be in that's why they made haste in implementing it you know the the the, the, Fili- the philippine government they're trendy you know <laughs> way too trendy for their own good way, way too trendy for their own good 
you know what the real problem with our government or our country is? We really don't have a Filipino identity. We oh, just want to get into that. We're going. We're, we're, oh we're no, this is an, this is another art. <laughs> that's it's was important here because like we don't have a Filipino identity. We just everything, follow everything. what the world does. Because, we just because everything we're just is based dogs. on what's happening outside of our country. Yeah. Like any trend or anything famous that's happening outside of our country, we try to adapt that into our own, and that in turn covers up our own our own culture and traditions. Yeah. yeah. And we we don't even like transform. Everybody. We don't even transform these ideas. We just copy it one to one. Like honestly, I'm okay with getting ideas from uh, from other countries or from other people. Oh yeah, because but, nothing's original. Yes, honestly. <laughs> That's true. But the thing is, if you want to improve yourself, you have to transform the ideas of other people because the other people are different. They have their own set of ideals, uh, uh, childhood, how they grew up. It's different. So if you're trying to get the idea of some other country, you have to take account on what they went through and what you went through as well. Find. Yeah a middle point from that idea and transform it but somehow this this government doesn't really do that they just do one-to-one from what other countries do so mm, i don't know man well i know um i think to just uh not put the blame all in this government because every philippine government has done the same thing some have done it worse than others so it's better if we just call it the philippines so in general because we can't just pinpoint all the fault in this government because this government has its own faults so does the previous ones before it and and the bottom line they're just all at fault for not looking at what the philippine identity is and just following what the western civilization has been doing and so forth so just yeah. so just we're you're, I know we're um clear on the grounds that we're not blaming the government because we don't for for the fact that we don't have a Filipino identity. Uh, I think it's more of how we take in what we get from the outside. Yeah. Yeah, it's more like that. No, you know, it's just sad, you know, because it's, it's like it shows how much we we think we think we've healed from the effects of colonization but actually it's it's not it's just it's still repressed and it's even made worse by neo-colonialism and it's like yeah you know it just gets buried and buried and we can't really fix it unless we like overhaul everything you know i i i, I see our situation as filipinos like we have we have we, we can we have potential to make our country better it's just that there's so many factors that doesn't allow us to do so you know like honestly we can reach there it's just that there's so many roadblocks to it to go through and it's really a bad time especially now it's a bad time to really get that change because we are so limited to the things we do but you know we're still hoping right i don't think there's anything holding us back though i think the only thing holding us back is ourselves at the end of the day That's true. Maybe it's because we're at the end of the day, we're really scared to see if the identity that we've been looking for is really the kind of identity that we want. You know, something like that. 
that's oh, true. That's, that's, that's nice. Oh. No, it's like that thing. It's like that saying, you know, people get comfortable in their chains. <laughs> mm. They learn to mm. love their chains. True. That's true. Yeah. All right. So that was a really good talk on um, politics. I didn't think we'd really steer into politics and Same, with, with, without just... without really doing any terroristic acts. We're just throwing ideas at I mean, each other, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we just throw it, okay? We throw away, ain't shooting anything, alright? Yeah, we're not, be we're good. not, we're not advocating good, bad things, okay? Okay, Mr. FBI agent listening to us right now. I know you're listening. We Dude, love the... We love... Dude, <laughs> oh, we're not Americans. We're not in America. Who's FBI? Sorry, NBI. <laughs> okay. All right, so um, do you guys want to continue with some other topics? Do you guys have anything to say? Or if you want, we can end it from here. I think this is a really good you know, Wait, point uh, to end it. Mm -hmm. I don't know, for me. Because um, I think if we delve think into it, it requires that. another series. Because I believe that we can't really cover a lot or... Okay. deep in these things but this is a very good introduction to what is happening to maybe our society to right now yeah but maybe we can end it with something lighter so people won't leave with a heavy you know with yeah. a heavy plate you know that i know i disagree because the reason why people have not done anything is because they are always assured that everything is okay that's why they they see the problem, but at the end of the day, they're assured that, no, everything's okay. You don't have to worry about anything. You'll be fine. That's why they forget the problem. Yeah. That is why at sometimes I always want to end things with a very sad note because it triggers people's emotions to do something, to research, like, you know, human mind's curiosity that what the fuck is the I mean, end? I mean, I guess it's not really like, ending on a sad note but it's more like leaving, leaving people thinking. with something to leaving think with a thought about. yeah um, yeah i think what you guys left here was really I, I mean, good I... the, what you guys left here was was actually pretty important it's called it's a message to yeah. leave the viewers mm -hmm. and it even if it ends on a happy note or a sad note it's a, a message a message yeah. yeah and i think as long as you carry that well through I think it's any. I think it's a good way to end it. Yeah. I really, I really like that note. I really like those talks. Oh. I really hope you guys will. Uh, it was actually really nice meeting Bob. Meeting your yeah, you're nice Bobby meeting Spears. You. you know, <laughs> <laughs> it was really nice meeting Bobby Spears and Guild and all that. Uh, I think you you guys were a really fun guests. I would. It would be great if you guys would come back to the show. From we'd time. love to come back. Oh, wow. We'd oh, gladly come back. We'd have gladly more to talk back. about. And yeah. honestly, this is a really Good time to end it because our discussion is really long and we have good conclusions as well. So, uh, with that said, and I, sorry, like, no, go. I like, I like, I just like what BB said the last bit. Like, but I'm okay. I think I, I think I agree now that you know it's fine to leave with the painful truth rather than just covering up with something sweet in the end. Yeah, because honestly, you. that's what they've been doing this entire time as a whole country. Yeah. You know. When bad things happen, we, we always we sugarcoat it. We always try to find the we always try to find the cover up. Yeah, I mean it, it's Remember, both. Guys, it's... Growth is not painless. 
Yes, that's true. That's true. Yin yang, baby. Yin yang. Our viewers. Uncomfortable is a feeling. It will pass. True. Aside from the growth, also, um, we have this bad habit of laughing it off. We're great comedians, but we laugh <laughs> yeah. off our problems. So we're like, ha, I'm not gonna yeah. do anything about that. And we're like, all oh, clowns. okay. <laughs> yeah, we all clown in ourselves, you know. But you know, we gotta grow from that. Gotta learn, and it's okay to make a joke about, it, laugh about it, but at least do something about it. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I mean, exactly. one thing I noticed about you, know, you can use humor as a coping mechanism all you want, but at some point. You, you, you have, have to grow, to grow out, of out of it. Yeah, I mean, it's okay to use humor as a coping mechanism, but yeah. not as an escapism tool, like to go away from everything. Yeah. At the same time, uh, it's good to be aware what your situation is, what bad things happen. But if you don't do anything with that, uh, with being aware, then honestly, why be aware in the first place? Because you're not transforming that self-awareness into something good, something True. better. Because, you know, a lot of, a lot of Filipinos are <clears throat> woke or they're self-aware, but that's it. They stop there. They stop being self-aware. They don't do anything. If you're, if you're smart enough to be, quote-unquote, woke, then do something about it, right? Um, but don't, don't, don't force people into your ideas. Yeah, don't, don't, don't ideals, force people into your ideas. Uh, that's a, that's a different thing. When, do that's something with it in a good way, in a proper way. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Yeah. But so yeah. uh, that's all. That's what. That's all we have for today. So, so any uh, last minute plugs? You guys want to say anything? You know. I uh, well, Jose is really excited <laughs> to plug something. Yeah. So why don't we go with him I, first? Let's go. I never, firstly, I never said anything. But okay. <laughs> sure, Jan. Yeah. We'll take it. We'll take it. Any plug is good plug. Yeah, yeah. any plug is good but plug. Actually. Um, well, the things that I do on TikTok is mainly for fun, and and you get to meet new people online, and it's and it's a very fun feeling. So if ever you guys are on TikTok, you can you guys can find me. It's at Jose seven three nine nine. Let's just chill. Let's just vibe and do some fun content while the world is slowly burning. Can you say that again? What's your what's your what's your name? And uh, what's your address? <laughs> what's your address? What's your name? <laughs> Your social security number <laughs> and my credit card. <laughs> um, uh, tech, uh, my name is Jose. You can find me on TikTok at Jose seven three nine nine. So okay. Uh, All right. So is that the only place we can find you? All right. I'm I'm, I'm extending the joke. You can find. <laughs> you can go to his house. <laughs> you can, you can find house. me crying in my pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, how about you, DB or Andrea? Yeah, you have any plugs to point out, na? DB, what about you? Um, I really only have an Instagram account, but I don't, you know, I don't update that because I haven't had done any photography, so I'm not gonna plug any account aside from my Facebook it's dbgyanan but I just want to leave everyone who's listening a message to it's okay to feel the pain it's okay to it. feel tired as long as you return to your old self that's important that's it that's nice damn what point period uh, yeah uh, well same with me I don't I don't have any digital footprints <laughs> so, like i don't i don't have like any account to plug specifically so all i'm gonna say is you know what stay healthy 
Take care of yourself. Take care of your mind. Take care of your hands. Wash your hands. Invest your energy into productive things. Don't be your own self's parasite. Okay? Yes. And also, educate yourself. Please. That was like our main topic. I think I have a plug, Bobby. I think I have a plug. What's your plug? What's your plug? Hey, Bobby, have you heard of this new podcast called Circus Occurrent? <laughs> ah, I think I do. It sounds really nice. I think people should check it out. <laughs> they, should, they, should, they should definitely tap that follow in Spotify and listen to more episodes because this helps us out a lot. Yeah. It's annoying what you guys are into. Mm-hmm, <laughs> I'm just joking. Nah, that was, it... was a bad ad. <laughs> we're gonna be the next. We're yeah. gonna be the next. Uh, what you call that? What's that? What's the name of the game? Raid Let Sha- Raid, Raid Shadow, Shadow Legends. You know, have you guys heard about Raid Shadow Legends? Such yeah, great, such a great game. No. You can collect no. over 150 champions. Stop. <laughs> Here you can collect. In our podcast, you can collect 150 episodes. Do we have 150 yet? No, we don't have 150 episodes. Shut up. Anyways. So, uh, if you guys have any other plugs, aside from yourselves, you can plug other things if you want. But if you guys don't have any, I think we can end it here. So, yes. All right. Thank All you, right. everyone, for being a good guest. And thank you to the people who are listening to this episode. This was a very, um, what you call this, uh, well-planned episode. Truthful, well-planned, and... <laughs> Well thought out, thought of. Well Unfortunately, Kobe couldn't be here. But since you guys are so down to do future episodes, we'll give you another call. All right. All right. Bye bye. All right. Bye. 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 Thank you. Bye.